0: Right, yeah, I'm going to just bite. You're not listening. <laughs> I'm going to start a so. show.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. What? I chew. It's so sour. How I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I,
0: I ate another. I couldn't resist it. I know they're
1: really good. Everyone, welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. I'm Ian Boothby, and we're brought to you today by Sour Candy. Sour <laughs> Candy, we can't stop eating it, and it's messing up the show. <laughs> That's true. We had a lot of trouble getting silence due to the sound of. Yeah, we had to. We have to do like a little uh, silent uh, take off the top just to get room tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, we just couldn't stop eating these little sour candies. Um and so we apologize for the delay which isn't a delay to you. Yeah. I weird. apologize to myself for the delay.
0: <laughs> Can't you apologize to me?
1: Yeah. I apologize to my cat who's complaining cuz right now. Uh we oh I just noticed that uh, that uh, he knocked the uh, water bowl over. I I'll be right back Dave. Ca- carry on without me. I will ca- I will carry on without you. <laughs>
0: and I'm just going to say uh before we get started proper that um first just want to remind everyone you didn't know that uh, I'm doing a podcast with my daughter Mary called called listening party sneaky dragon listening party you can find it you can probably find it in the same feed as sneaky dragon comes in but it's also on itunes so you can subscribe to that and have it show up as an individual podcast in your podcast thing and listen to those shows uh and yeah it's It's quite fun
1: it's a very good show
0: oh thank you thanks very much ian walked by carrying a towel the other thing I wanted to say was uh thanks to everyone who wrote in with concerns about my story last week about going to my parents and uh the kerfuffle that happened while we while I was there. Of course, I cannot completely follow Ian's advice to never go back there again, but i have I have resolved to not go back for a while so uh well, my mom's birthday is in February, so I probably will have to make a make a an appearance at that point but up till then I don't I don't think I'm even going to bother phoning for a little while. I don't need I don't need that kind of negativity in my life and that's that's what a lot of it is. It's just kind of Soul destroying. <laughs> you know uh uh yeah, this not it's not helpful. It's it's um one I like to it's one of those things that you shouldn't have to have in your life, which is that you have to overcome your parents. And that's something that no child should have to go through. And but I think it's all too common unfortunately and not just you know, and not just physical abuse, but that sort of mental abuse as well. Is, 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 which just, is abuse, yeah. Which is abuse, Which yeah.
1: people don't tend to take sometimes as, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you uh, you got yelled at. Eh, yeah, everyone gets yelled at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's also how you get yelled at. Yeah. You know. And it can affect your whole life, you know. It can affect how you
0: react to even simple things, even teasing from friends or from, from people you work with or whatever can... Cannot, you Shoot can, you right back Yeah, it. and it can take you into a bad place you know. Rather, and they don't mean it that way They're just goofing around it's, and everyone's de- dishing it out but. It's
1: weird because I've talked about how my dad Had a, a bad temper And would sometimes get physically violent yeah. With me uh, One of the few times I remember him uh, Apologizing after you know, like a Yelling and kind of a slapping And yeah. all this kind of stuff He called me into the living room And he apologized for calling me stupid Apparently, he had called me stupid in the whatever rant. Yeah. yeah. He was there. And I was like, uh, that was the least of it, you know, to me. Like, who cares about that thing? Mm-hmm. But apparently, that was like going too far for him. So that was interesting when you mentioned that your mom called you stupid. Yeah. You know, but yeah. she's never been like physical with you, but she calls you names like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas he thought that that was worse than the other thing. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? It's, it is funny. And I mean, funny. And,
0: I mean, funny is <laughs> odd. I don't mean funny isn't hilarious. It is odd that it's it's it, just our standards of what we think is acceptable. Like I think to my mom, the idea that you know to constantly and that's one of her things to say is, "Oh, David, you dummy." That's one of her favorite expressions. Uh, and to her, I think she thinks of it as as harmless as a harmless thing, mm-hmm. and that yeah, if you know if she had hit me, that would be bad. But you know, and I guess it just depends what you what you get if you get. If you get physical abuse, that's terrible. And maybe you think to yourself, man, I sure wish I was emotionally abused rather than physically abused. (laughs) But, you know, it just depends on how, you know... I wish for neither of them. That's
1: yes, I would agree with that. That's it my makes feelings. you it makes you wonder though sometimes like what it was like for them with their parents and what was because mm-hmm. of course this doesn't come from nowhere. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a where where so what was the angle there? Mm-hmm. Like were, were were they called dummy? Were mm-hmm. they call, were they hit and they went? I'm never going to hit. And then you know it comes out in another way. Yeah. You know, and so I'm going to I'm going to do it do it like this.
0: I never really knew my my mom's dad, my grandfather. He passed away when I was six. So my memories of him are very vague, of course, now. Most of my memories of him come through pictures of us. And those are sort of, in my mind, are, are, are memories, but they're just actually just photographs that I'm remembering. Uh, so I don't really know what he was like as a person. You know, my grandma, it was a lot like my mom. She was a kind of not, she wasn't a very emotional person. Like she wasn't really like a giving emotional person. I think she's a very shy person. You know, Where is
1: she, where is she from?
0: They're from here. Mm-hmm. Like she, they were, yeah, she was born, actually she was born in Aldergrove. Okay. And they um, had a farm there near, on 264th, kind of near where the freeway is. Okay. Uh, they. How th- far is that away from you? Oh, but in a, as a drive, it yeah. would be about 10 minutes. Okay. From, so not that far. But is it still a farm? It's not a farm. It was sold, that land was sold to the, or appropriated by the military during World War II. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge swath of land it, in Aldergrove that's, Owned by the government. And I love it. So I'll never complain about the fact that we just have this giant, you know, foresty park that animals can roam around in. We have beavers and stuff in there. And oh, yeah, neat. I guess it's, like, it's great. And that's what they used to fight in World War Two to beat Hitler? It was <laughs> well, it was, believe it or not, it's a naval uh, radio station.
1: Oh, neat. Okay. Because
0: Aldergrove is such a high point in the lower mainland, so they put the naval antenna there. But they also took all this land. I guess they had a runway in it there as well they, they had planes landing at one point but that's all gone now yeah and so you can kind of see the remains of the runway just as you can see the remains of the railroad that used to run through Aldergrove as well but yeah one day that will go away i, I have a feeling that the government will be pressed to to part with that land yeah we really need it for important stuff houses yeah yeah all this will pass but right now it's really nice having that there but as you say, one day, <laughs> one day. Hopefully, when I'm gone, it will that will happen. Not while I'm there. We will name a beaver after you. Yeah, it's really fun having beavers and stuff there. They regularly block up the salmon creek that runs <laughs> through through. And uh, I'm sure it doesn't affect the salmon's the salmon. I mean, that's one more it yeah. affects them. It adds one more stupid yeah. uh, thing in their way. If beavers, if uh, salmon can't handle uh, a dam, yeah. Now. But it's not its not like full-grown salmon that go there. its um, I guess they must... I don't know how... I don't actually know the life, how the stupid life cycle of salmon work, actually. Oh,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. Dave. This is outrageous. Dave, smoke. Dave. Why don't I know this? I'm going to throw Dave, this you bottle just, across the you room. Just, you just called salmon stupid. You are... No, no, no. no. You're continuing the <laughs> I cycle. <laughs> I said... Uh, but you're now projecting it onto onto fish. No,
0: no. I wasn't referring to salmon as stupid. I was saying I don't know that their whole stupid breeding system. Oh, I, I don't even their know. Their breeding... Which... Their whole... Like how they're... How they like you know like they're born. Yeah,
1: it's a breeding system, today, so And just call them s- fucking salmon. They're,
0: they're salmonlings. Right. And then you know then they become no they're very you know how they have the various stages of of, of and they have the different names for them all. Yep, they sure do. Fingerlings and whatever else there is. Yep, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they start off as potatoes, fingerling potatoes. <laughs> fingerling potatoes. They move move along. Sure. And then they end up as the comic book character Spawn. Oh. I always thought like when I saw Spawn and it was like, uh, what does Spawn look like under his mask? And the big reveal was that he was African-American. It was like, oh, wow. That's, that's a, was that the big reveal? It was a big reveal kind of at the time. But I what I always thought time, like uh, he... a good reveal would be that he was a fish. It was like, that's why he's called Spawn. <laughs> and his whole mission is he's got to Spawn. Yeah. And
0: his, his belly gets redder and redder and his nose gets more and more hooked as he... Yeah. That's right. That didn't sound very nice actually. So no, nope, Not at all. Nope. But you know how salmon get their their nose yeah. gets... As they go up the river, and they kind of rot as well.
1: Yeah. they it's start not very pleasant. They start to stink. But I think uh, Spawn actually starts to stink, too. He's got rotting, rotting flesh, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Is he dead? Yes. Oh. Okay. Yes, he's a fella who uh, who uh, died, went to hell, mm. made a deal with a demon, and uh, and has a limited amount of power. Uh, and when he uses it all up, he will go to hell permanently and huh? uh, be a uh, part of this demon's army. And uh, at least that was the plot in the '90s. I they see. probably changed things since <laughs> yeah, then. Maybe they stretched it out. Yeah, you'll have to see. I think they're making another Spawn movie. He has eleven generations. Why? are they making? Why? Another? They? Why? Why? Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Oh, no, that's Isn't not a... why they make movies. Movies, is Dave. it a popular? They don't. They don't make movies because why not? That's not. Uh, <laughs> that's not the motivation for but spending just... a couple of million dollars. Is a couple of million dollars? A couple of hundred million? That no. Million. Oh my gosh! They're not spending a hundred million dollars on Spawn. Oh no! It'll be a thirty million dollar. Like I would. I would, say, I would say so. You think I don't know, gonna... How much do you think they spent on the Hellboy? The new Hellboy. Is that like a hundred million dollars? a new Hellboy coming. Out? Oh, for crying out loud, Dave! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, yes, there's a new Hellboy. This yet.
0: is this is the magic of being me. Is life is a constant. Right. It's a, a reboot of Hellboy. It's
1: a reboot of Hellboy. It's the Who's Fel- playing Hellboy? I was just about to tell you. Who's it, playing Hellboy? I will I will tell you one more time. One thing I want to ask you. Yeah, what can I tell you? Who's playing Hellboy? All right, well, let me let you know. Uh it's the guy who was the sheriff in Stranger Things. The sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, Sheriff of Nottingham was in Stranger Things, because it was because uh, they were uh, going with like the underworld yeah. and Robin Hood. He was sure. fighting both of them. I get it. Robin Hood gets corrupted and starts seeing things <laughs> and is possessed by a demon. Mm. He becomes becomes Spawn. Boy, actually, that's not bad. Is actually Robin Hood gets possessed by a demon and starts turning evil, and then the sheriff Nottingham actually has to become the good guy because it's like shit. I got to do something about this. I haven't got an option. So now the <laughs> sheriff's actually the good guy. Oh, That'd a, be interesting. That would be fun. Yeah, and he's got he recruits some of the Merry Men. It's just like, look, I know we're not friends, mm-hmm. but we, Little John, look, yeah. you know Robin's like, and we got to take care of this. Maid Marian, again, we are not the best of pals. But we've got to we've got to team up on yeah. this one because I cannot shoot an arrow for shit. <laughs> That's uh, we gotta, thing we know. Or, or can he? Can the sheriff of Nottingham was he a good uh, marksman in the Robin Hood books? The Robin the series
0: of books I don't really know. I don't know the whole. Uh...
1: Well, when Robin Hood is doing oh, that uh, thing, at least in the movies, let's go with the movies. Let's movie. go with the movies, yeah. Uh, when he's doing the splitting the arrow, yeah. who's he up against? Is he up I don't against think he's the, up
0: against, I don't think he's against the sheriff. The sheriff Nottingham, Nottingham
1: is sitting up in that with big the king. throne, yeah. He's, he's like, with King John. Mm-hmm, I'm suspicious of this <laughs> fellow. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. We're born to play that role. Mm. I like that idea. So, uh, David, David Harbour. Okay, there you go. Playing uh, Hellboy.
1: Yeah, and he's lost the belly. He's gained the muscle. He's done the whole thing. And it looks like a darker version of uh, of Hellboy. Mm. Well, if, you know. I mean, the book gets dark at times, but it's also funny at times. What I liked about uh, Del Toro's
0: Hellboy is I like the monsters. I think he has a really great vision of, like, kind of an unusual, like, monster design aesthetic, if you can call that. You know what I mean? Like, his monsters are like no one else's. Like in Hellboy 2 when he fights that giant plant creature. Right. It's sort of like a sort of elemental creature. Mm-hmm. It's really it's really interesting. Like his designs are
1: fun. Yeah, and there's a sweetness to that creature like when it uh when you defeat it you're like, "Oh." Yeah, you wait, feel bad. "Oh, this, yeah, is this is not." So good. Which I think is a good it's a good thing. You want that in your monster. You want a monster that you go, "Oh, oh no." Yeah. "Oh, well, yeah. but you got to." Yeah. But, oh no. Oh, but oh, no. Oh, oh, it's a
0: living creature, but it really should be living there. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, but it wasn't that creature's fault that it was there at all. It was some, that evil elf thing. That, That's right. Uh, but what are you going to do?
1: You can't do anything about it. Now, those tooth fairy things, those things got to die. Oh, my Because those things are freaking horrific. <laughs> but once horrific. again,
0: but they're horrific. That's a great thing. I don't know
1: if... I, I've never really Something read that the, eats your teeth.
0: Oh, my God. I've never read Hellboy, the comic. So oh. I, I don't know what is canon and what has been added to from, from One Del day, you're
1: probably in for a treat. Yeah, you might want to skip the first book because it's uh, kind of uh, co-written with John Byrne, and it's uh, it's it's lays it out. But then it gets, uh, but the art is nice, mm. and then the stories do get very very weird, especially like the standalone stories. You know, just like little short stories that are, you know, he's going up against some Japanese demons or something. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're very good. Neat. Yeah. So was. Is-
0: uh, Mignola was he a
1: little nervous about writing the book for yeah, the first he, time? And yeah, so he, okay. so he asked for help from uh, Burn and Burn. Uh, you know, burned it up a bit and uh, did his thing. <laughs> Does everyone have round glasses? Well, he didn't draw it. Oh, okay. He just he just that, that's he, in the script though. He just wrote it. So, cowboy enters wearing round glasses. Yes, and all the women have that same face. Everyone just looks the same, almost yeah. like a cat. Yeah, very uh, very meow meow meow. All the ladies work, work really well for for Kitty Kitty Pride. <laughs> That's right.
0: That was that was my win. My win comic book joke.
1: That's a pretty good comic book joke. There's nothing wrong Thank with you. that. Bow, bow, bow. Can you bow. name any of her superhero identities? Rogue. Nope, not at all. Shoot. Uh, I can name one. I can see where your confusion is, though, because the <laughs> kitty character, yes. kind of in the movies, yeah. was taken over by Rogue. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so that I, I get where you're going from. Okay. Played by Anna Paquin. Uh, stealth. No, it wasn't stealth. <laughs> One one did have uh, a cat in the name. She was Kitty, and she became
0: Hellcat. No,
1: I no, Hellcat is a different character. <laughs> it's also the cat. Uh, it was Shadowcat. Oh, Shadowcat. She was also Ariel. She was also Sprite. Uh, that's the one I was thinking about when I said Stealth Sprite Sprite. Yeah, because you like a nice refreshing glass of Stealth. stealth. <laughs> that's what
0: I was thinking of. No, I was just I knew it started with an S. That's okay. so I was trying to. I was trying. I was desperately reaching.
1: That's all right. To be honest with you, why would you? Why would you have to? Yeah, it's all
0: fine. I read. I read quite a bit of X Men that you lent me that were all about them fighting alien-like creatures. Okay, like creatures from Alien.
1: Oh, the Brood.
0: The Brood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- that was a good. That was a good series. Yeah, I think that was Paul Smith
1: who drew that, though, was it or was it? It John was Burn? both. Uh, Paul Smith, I believe, and Dave Cockrum. Uh, drew okay, it. but yeah, Paul Smith is, I think, my my wife's uh, favorite run of the X-Men. She really likes Paul mm. Smith's art. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Everyone's lean. Very Everybody, lean. Everyone's lean. Yeah, the idea behind that one was uh, a lot of the X-Men got like eggs laid into them and soon they would turn into these creatures and like Wolverines, do I kill them or not? He was, he That's he went right. through a thing where he fought it and his uh, mm-hmm. immune system fought it off. Yeah. But like he's the only one who was immune. Is like, do I kill these you know my friends before yeah. all this horrible stuff happens or what do i do and yeah. also i like that they were traveling around in uh, space whales there were these space whales that you would travel inside of
0: well, i don't remember that but okay yeah, i believe you it's 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 seemed like a fun story i felt i just felt like x-men got very attenuated it seemed to get really stretched out and sort of kind of got it got lean
1: but without being really interesting kind well, kind stories there, here's here's where i think the problem went with that, with x-men was uh they went to space and that's not x-men even though the mm. sto- the space stories were great yeah they were not x-men stories so yeah. the whole x-men yeah. story if you want to go with the basis is like you know uh, people hate and fear us cuz you know we're mutants yeah. they just hate us so you got to be grounded cuz if you go into space and everyone's got crazy powers in space well then your whole raison d'etre is gone. <laughs> you know, they could hate cool. you because you're earthlings, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, now we're all just in wacky town and we're telling space adventures, which is fine. Yeah. But, the, you know, Cyclops's dad turns out to be like a space pirate. And it's like, well, that's not an X Men story. It's fine, yep. but it's not an X Men story. So you take uh, take it away from there, and then everything becomes crazy. And then they brought in time travel. And then everything's time travel as well, and that's all crazy. And it's like, nope, nope, nope. You got to ground it and keep it tight, and keep it tight. Keep your idea tight. Uh, you can have a lot of imagination with what you do on 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 Earth, yeah. but you got to keep it there. And uh, yeah, and it just kind of went all over the place and became kind of a hot mess. I <laughs> haven't really been able to get it back together since.
0: Do you feel like when they introduced the kind of alt- alternate mutants that that was also kind of a you know, who the, are the alternate like mutants? the underground one like Caliban and those kind of uh, the Morlocks
1: the Morlock kind of characters. I don't mind yeah. that because that actually kind of works in that like is it tough to be a mutant it's so tough that yeah. some of them went fuck living on Earth <laughs> yeah like up above ground yeah. we're gonna just live below ground we're just gonna run things down there mm-hmm. it's like yeah that works as a storyline for you a know while. we're oppressed we're gonna go literally yeah. underground yeah okay I'm I'm in. Sure, that sounds fine.
2: It just
0: felt like this kept getting too big. Like this is too many mutants, and this too much. Like yeah,
1: and the other problem with the X Men is they live in a world where they're superheroes. So you know it's like uh, we hate you because you've got all these powers. Yeah. Hey, there's uh, there's Fantastic Four. We love those guys. Well, why do you love those guys? (laughs) Why do you love Iceman or hate Iceman? And you love the Human Torch? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Fussy, Fussy. What's the difference? You know sure. you hate Wolverine but you love the Beast. Well, they're both claw guys that like, you mm-hmm. know, well, what's the what's the difference to Do you?
0: Do they love the Beast? I thought he was also a mutant.
1: Uh, he was actually, but he he was in the Avengers at that point. That's not a good example. Uh, <laughs> you love Tigra <laughs> there. Uh, that's not a good example either. <laughs> well, don't really like Tigra. But they like the Avengers, yeah. right? You yeah. got no beef with anyone who's in the Avengers, no, no, but right. you got a real beef with uh, Cuz wasn't you know,
0: like the Scarlet Witch wasn't isn't
1: she a mutant? Yeah, and she was a villain as well. That was a thing that they did with the Avengers, which was kind of a good idea or a, a neat idea. Uh, which was um, they had the original team of Avengers, which was your Thor and your Hulk and your Iron Man and all these guys. Yeah, and then Captain America. Your showed second up. tier losers. Well, the, well, no, they were all like kind of you know yeah you know what they were kind of second tier. You're right. They weren't. None of them were doing that great. Yeah. But he had all those guys. And then uh, at a certain point, they all like went, oh, we quit. Well, who's co- who's going to replace you? Uh, all these villains. So they had Hawkeye, who was a villain at the time. Okay. Quicksilver, who was a villain at the time. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch, who was a villain at the time. Sure. And they became the Avengers team with Captain America leading them. And they all like hated Captain America. And it was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, kinda... Will they take orders from him? What will they do? Will they turn? Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, it's just neat. The fact that they're all like just bad guys. Yeah. And that's something they didn't do in the movies that I thought would would have been interesting. Is like, you know, everyone knows you guys as bad guys. You know, that'd be interesting to see. You know, like, hey, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, we everyone saw you kill a bunch of people, or were aware that you yeah, killed a lot of people. Hey, Scarlet Witch, people know that you did all this horrible stuff. Yeah, you know, with your brother. No, everyone's like, everyone's cool with them. It's fine. Yeah, you know, we're 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 upset because of other things. But wait a second, how about they just go? These guys are all villains, just straight out villains. Yeah,
0: I'm just thinking about uh, Infinity Wars, and they could have almost sort of used... Is your door open? (laughs) Oh, Jesus.
1: spotting that that would have been an awkward night otherwise yeah How about us going and looking for a cat in the dark yeah <laughs> in a neighborhood that has a twin cat to his thing okay back to our trivia i'm gonna have a candy that we was... we
0: kind of cut there for a second but uh i know
1: i loved you looking over my shoulder in horror <laughs> like seriously like there was a ghost just above my shoulder it was about to strike I mean... So thank the, you for noticing that. So
0: yeah, somehow the door popped open and and yeah. uh, Ian's cat
1: Cohen escaped I the, outside. I the Door unlocked because my wife and sister were going to be coming uh, back. But uh, yeah, it must have opened. They have keys. Yeah, they, they'll use them too. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: so sorry. So we. Started, I was saying that it would have been interesting in an Infinity Wars if they could have. Done something like that, where, where the villainous characters are the ones who are left, and they have to team up with Captain America to mm-hmm. to to f- fight the situation. So you have this kind of con- built-in conflict in the situation. That would have been a an con- uh, interesting way to yeah, go. Yeah, you
1: get like Thanos going like, listen, you know who's going to stop me, all these heroes. Okay, <laughs> you guys are gone. Yeah. Get rid of the yeah. heroes. Well, who have we got left? And now you got to turn to yeah. all, the, all the villains that you've seen before and like mm-hmm. get, get that mm-hmm. team together. That would be an interesting plot line. But they don't really use their villains in the sense that... Unless you're Loki, in which case you're used a whole lot.
0: Yeah. You're brought back and the but whole thing Loki, is a redemption thing. Loki's one of the first casualties of... of but you of won't the see film. the
1: Abomination again.
0: No, you're not going to... Well, yeah, you're not gonna, and you're not going to see the Guardians of the Galaxy guy again. You're not going to see the Dark Elf from Thor. You, you know what I mean? Like those, those characters are Well, all, that's not
1: actually true. With uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy guy, because uh, they're doing like uh, the Captain Marvel uh, prequel. Oh, so, so we're gonna see? So, so, yeah. <laughs> well, that's
0: right. I, I, do, I did. So you do
1: him. have a chance now to see people mm-hmm. that uh, are currently dead. Uh, you know, in the in the past.
0: Interesting. Well, I mean, well, okay, dead. Let's put dead in quotation marks mm-hmm. <laughs> because because you know it's comics. But uh,
1: true. But yes. But that guy in Guardians spoilers mm-hmm. blew up real good. Are we talking Ronan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ronan blew up real good. Mm -hmm. Ronan, Ronan had one of those deaths where you just go, "Come on." That guy <laughs> that guy's all over the place. He's he gone. Sure is all over yeah, the place. He's all over the place. <laughs> that's like uh James Bond with the uh yeah. with the with the guy who like uh literally blows up like an air balloon and just oh, yeah.
0: pops. katanga K- K- or canenga? K- yeah, or
1: you you don't expect like, K- well let's just make sure he's dead. No, yeah. okay. Uh, poppy poppy <laughs> LaRue is not coming <laughs> back. But I think that's that's the case with that guy.
0: Yes, that's well. I guess that is the fun of, or one of the parts of James Bond that, that's sort of is enjoyable is that the villains die in spectacular ways and they don't come back again. Mm-hmm. They don't just pop up, I'm back again. Remember when I exploded two movies ago? Not really. Didn't really happen. It was a double.
1: Yeah, and that guy, it was nice because he does die in a way that's uh, appropriate. It's good. You know, a lot of times I feel like villains in, in movies die too easily. They fall off things. It's like mm. they've been doing a horrible thing. The whole time, and then like you know, a real quick you know, gun. Oh, that was a quick <laughs> death. That's nice.
0: So you'd rather like them fall into a Sarlacc Sarlacc pit and
1: something that relates to what they've been doing to other people. Okay. No Sarlacc pit is too much for anything. That that's too mm-hmm. outrageous and takes you right out of the movie. You know, dissolve for nope. a thousand years. Don't don't break our moratorium. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> that guy's dissolving now. Still dissolving. Still okay. But back to your okay. So you said your Infinity uh, War thing. Uh, yeah. Basically, the rules of death are: uh, if you fall off something, yeah, and we don't see you land, of course, you're fine. Yeah. Of course, you're you're totally fine. Don't don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. If you get sucked up into the sky, yeah, we don't see where you go. Yeah, you're fine. We'll see you later. We'll see. We'll see <laughs> it's you again. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's right. If you blow up and we see bits of you on the wall, yeah, probably not. Well, unless you we double. then find out, yeah, you got a double. That's your clone. Uh, you do some time travel stuff. Yeah, there's a way. There's a way of getting out of it.
0: Sure, that's you know. And I don't blame writers who you know if you make if you create a like a fun character and you want, you want to have your your turn with it, you know why not bring it back? Have some fun, I guess. I mean, like in comics, I'm o- I'm okay with that. I think where it really starts to hurt is when people. Or get too precious about continuity if you just let it kind of run it's just kind of let things run their course and not worry about you know long-term continuity issues mm-hmm. you know just
1: how about this fine. should they have brought sherlock holmes back
0: should should a conan doyle brought yeah. sherlock holmes back yeah uh okay that's not a case of okay yes but okay. he did it for the wrong reasons. Oh, okay. Because he didn't do it because he missed Sherlock Holmes. He did it because the his publisher and his audience demanded that Sherlock Holmes come back. Mm-hmm. So, when he started writing the stories again, they did not have the spirit of the earlier stories. And so, they don't feel as fun as the original Sherlock Holmes stories.
1: Now, here's my question about that and what I don't understand. Where you bring Sherlock Holmes back. Yeah. That seems to me to be, well, that's a silly goose move. What you, <laughs> what you do is... Yeah. Uh, these are stories of Sherlock Holmes you hadn't heard before. You I'm gonna do tell that. you more. Mm-hmm. You know, because stuff happened yeah. that you you're not aware of.
2: Yeah,
0: and there you go. And you still a got of, your satisfying ending. A lot came- of people were unhappy that he died in in at the at at whatever it's called, Reichenbach Falls or whatever. Okay, like there was a lot of readers, like a lot of the readership was really unhappy with that, and so he was reacting to their unhappiness and to the and to the kind of lure of money from from his publishers. You know, like. His plan, I think, was I'm going to stop writing Sherlock Holmes, and I'm going to write other stories that are going to be just as popular. And that's not what really happened mm-hmm. for him.
1: So, so, do they when when he came back? Mm-hmm. How did they explain it in the books? His return, yeah. In the first story, they went like, "How do, he, uh, how do, he, how did he come back?" I don't, rem-
0: I don't remember how. I've seen
1: it in all these movies and what have you. But yeah. how did he? How did he? I mean, uh, so it's the same. Like you know, he just appears
0: again, and I think in sort of a. A, you know a clever tricky way he he comes back into watson's life uh, now i'm trying to think i can't think of the timeline now it's been a while since i read all the books i did read them in in chronologically at one point and you know because watson gets married but then it was not, wasn't long after that that uh conan doyle then killed off his wife killed off mary
1: this really sounds like comic books to me
0: it does have a real element of that yeah. to it for sure
1: we're um, gonna get the we're gonna get th- the thrill of a marriage, but mm-hmm. like, eh. Now I'm bored. Now I'm bored. Killer. Well, yeah. Hey, or- let's kill it. Let's kill him off. Wow, that's uh, thrilling. Uh, eh. Bring him back. Bring <laughs> him. Bring him back. Bring him back. Bring him back. Bring him, mm-hmm. back. bring him back.
0: But like I say, I mean, he if he brought back Sherlock Holmes because he realized, oh my gosh, I sure miss writing this character. I have so more fun. stories to And I have more stories to tell. That you know, then it would have been it would have been fine. You know, if he, but he, I don't think he. I don't think he had anything left to say or to explore in that character. And so the stories are just kind of, you know, to form. So
1: you're saying he shouldn't have brought him back then? You said he yeah. should bring him back. No, no, no I didn't say that. For the wrong I
0: said it's okay to do it mm. in theory, but I don't think, I don't think he did it for the right reasons. You know, like I have no problem with him bringing Sherlock Holmes back and having an explanation of what happened to the falls, whether, you know, they landed in a convenient pool of water that was very deep and they were okay. They didn't hit the rocks, do some sort of fluke. He was able to fight off Moriarty. But if that was the case, then I think that neither of them should have died, and Moriarty should have also been a continuing character in oh. the stories and had become still be his, his nemesis. And then I think that would have been more interesting and not because I do feel like the later stories suffer a little bit. They sag a little bit compared to the early ones. To me anyway.
1: What's your what's your favorite?
0: My favorite story? Well, I think I think a study in Scarlet, the first one, is the best one, just because it is fun to to have uh, Watson meet Sherlock Holmes, and I feel the same way about like the new Sherlock. When I think that's the first episode is the best episode because you get to see Watson meet Sh- Sherlock, and there's something really fun about those two characters coming together. You know, this very prosaic, experienced, kind of world weary man who's you know probably suffering from PTSD. I don't think they knew what it was, but you know, in the books, you know, in the books, Watson is not like entirely a whole person. Hmm. You know, and it's not till he meets Sherlock Holmes that he becomes sort of comes out of, becomes comes out of himself and be, is able to.
1: Is that the same thing with Sherlock Holmes? Do you think does Sherlock Holmes need that? Does Sherlock Holmes need Watson? Um, does he does in the books not in the not in the motion pictures or other adaptations television? Adaptations.
0: I think he does. I think he enjoys having a friend who can be an adventure, be on an adventure with him. Like I think that's like to Sherlock Holmes. He's not doing it out of like the goodness of his heart, and he's not doing it for money. He's doing it because it's thrilling and fun, you know. Like a lot of people complained about the Robert Downey, like the guy Ritchie versions of Sherlock Holmes because that character was so physical. But if you read the books, he's very physical. There, mm-hmm. are, there is. I think it's in. It might be in the Hound of the Baskervilles. But there's a sequence where he bare bare knuckle like knuckle someone, mm-hmm. uh, like competitively bare knuckle fights someone and does really well. So, his character is a physical character. And, you know, did Guy Ritchie kind of amp it up a little bit? Yes, but that's Guy Ritchie. Yeah. That's what he he does in movies, you know. Like, I still think, to me, the second Sherlock Holmes film is, I think, the best Sherlock Holmes that's ever been made. You know, I do like the – second
1: Robert Downey Jr. one. Yeah. Oh wow.
0: I really think that movie okay, is. Okay. You're but,
1: like over the Basil Rathbones and all. Oh of yeah.
0: Much better than those movies. Okay. I think those movies are too stuck in the, the play version of Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. the, like the stage play version of him. Mm-hmm. And I think those movies are really kind of stuck in that, that kind of mode and they have a hard time getting out of it. And I like, you know, like, in the books, Watson is a capable man. He is the one who carries the gun for Sherlock Holmes. He's kind of—he's a person who's a soldier who has—who has, you know, the the ability to. To he's a he's an effective backup for Sherlock Holmes. He's not just there for as an amanuensis, Emanu, um, You know, this person is just going to tell stories about him right. and kind of be the record of of or comedy
1: relief in com- some of the movies. Yeah, he's
0: not comedy relief in the books. though. Nope. he's a capable person who can also fight, who can stand side to side with Sherlock Holmes and be just as. Not necessarily smart because he's you know, obviously doesn't have the skill set
1: that Sherlock Holmes has. But he's a doctor. Yeah.
0: He's not a stupid person. He became a
1: doctor. He is normally the smartest guy in the room (laughs) until Sherlock Holmes walks in and then, oh, here we go.
0: But he's not he's not so ego bound that he that's a problem for him, right? And so for Sherlock Holmes, that's probably a refreshing thing that somebody doesn't feel threatened by by his, you know, intellect and needs to compete against him or you know, set himself up. This something. this
1: is my little theory about uh, about Watson. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, you know, back then, if you're a doctor, you are the smartest guy in the room, and you're the yeah. one that everyone comes to for answers about everything, yeah. not even medical things. But definitely, if there's a medical situation or something, you're the person that's always like yeah. being answer question, question, questions, and everyone's asking it. So when a, you're next to someone who people consider smarter. Yeah. Oh, what a relief! It's just taking the pressure <laughs> off you. You know, then then, then they're, they're they're turning him, they're asking him all these things, and you're there. It could be, and you can add things when you want and you can help and you can do things but you're not the guy who's like constantly everyone needs a piece of because if you're a doctor back then i would say especially like if you were like a doctor in wartime Mm -hmm. and it is it's literally life and death right now make these decisions do things now 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 Mm -hmm. we need we need we need yeah and then you get to be like around we're like well just pipe in when you've got an opinion but otherwise this guy's going to be like carrying though the most of the weight it's like oh okay it's good. You actually that 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 seems like that would be a huge relief
0: uh, to you. I guess it depends how invested you are, in you know how much your ego is invested in your intellect. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you if you. If that's your measure of yourself, then then you feel threatened if other people are smarter than you.
1: Well, depends. I think like when you realize that this person is basically the smartest person mm-hmm. in the world, yeah, and they have uh, they they enjoy working with you and actually do value your opinion, yeah. That's pretty. That's a pretty oh, good yeah, ego no, stroke.
0: Sorry, uh, what? Yeah, Watson. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's yeah. I think his character. Yeah, he's more like a, like to him Sherlock Holmes is sort of like Sherlock Holmes is about like sort of. These sort of mysteries and puzzles and things, but to Watson, Sherlock Holmes is the puzzle, and he's interesting to him as as a person. Mm -hmm. You know, he's interested in this person because he's not a he's not a puzzle man like a a mystery man the way that Sherlock Holmes is. But he's a doctor, so he sees Holmes as the puzzle. You know, and so part of his storytelling is this sort of what is this, how does this person, how does he work, this is who he is, and stuff. It's yeah, and I do think that like I really like the Jeremy Brett ones. that were done for television like i think those are are very faithful adaptations mm. of the stories and 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 i really like the early ones for some reason the later ones the ones when he returns this is going to sound like a weird complaint but they gave jeremy brett the worst haircut in the world for <laughs> those later ones and he doesn't he doesn't look as dashing as he does in in the in the early se- mm. series he has this strange like cropped haircut that's very short cut and doesn't It's just not becoming and it doesn't look great. Whereas I love the early ones where he's got, you know, very nice hairdo and he's smoking these long stemmed pipes. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't fall into that kind of big meerschaum or whatever they call those big pipes. That that came from the stage play. The actor, he brought that to the character. The deerstalker cap was from the stage play. Those are not in the books at all. Okay. Those are all done for the stage because they, you know. They read well. They read well. That's right. And this actor wanted in know, a
1: uh, in a play. You want someone. Uh, you want a good silhouette, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's an excellent silhouette. That's
0: right. And so now,
1: forever after,
0: you know, whenever you see like Sherlock Holmes silhouettes, his character has the deerstalker cap and his big, giant, stupid, curvy pipe. But the Jeremy Brett one, they didn't bother with that stuff. They just kind of threw all that out the window and, and made him dress like as if he was a late. 19th century gentleman, right? you know, and s- smoked the pipes of a late 19th century gentleman and had all the accoutrement of a late late 19th century gentleman. And so there's none of that play garbage that you kind of, kind of creeps into the Rathbone versions and stuff. And in that, Watson is, once again, is a capable person. And those are all like good, faithful adaptations of of the stories. But I really enjoy uh, the second, I mean, I like the first one, okay, but I really, I really love the storytelling in, in uh, Guy Ritchie's. Second version is that the
1: one that has nude Stephen Fry in it? Probably, yeah. I think it does
0: because the, I think that's the one where the wife gets thrown up, up, yeah. off the train into the water, where Stephen Fry's character, where who plays Mycroft, Mycroft is waiting.
1: Who's the best Mycroft?
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I think I kind of like the Mycroft from the Jeremy Brett ones because he's he's more commanding than than Holmes. He's a little older, and he's sort of a hawk-faced man who plays the role, as I remember him. And he plays it with way more authority than, say, Stephen Fry can bring to the role. Stephen Fry, no matter what, he's a bit of a joker, you know, and so he kind of brings sort of a joking element to the character. Mm-hmm. And that that one, you can kind of feel, oh, this guy is the superior of Holmes'. 'Cause that's the kind of setup of Mycroft. Is like the, the joke of the character is you meet Holmes, he's brilliant. We know how smart he is and everything of like that. And then we're introduced to his brother, who's more brilliant mm-hmm. and smarter, but he's also better he's also better able to be in like act in a social that's situation. Right, yeah, yeah. So he's able to take his smarts and use them in government. That's and, right. And he's put made himself a position of great power and and whereas Holmes, you know, who has, you know, somewhere, you know, in those days the curse didn't exist, but we would say now he's somewhere on the spectrum. You know, he has some social... Social uh, interaction
1: would issues. You, would you say like Mycroft? Again, I, I'm going to go with the uh, Mycroft from uh, the Benedict Cumberbatch version of Mycroft. Um, yeah, I don't like that version very much. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Uh, but I look at I look at that version and go like, yeah, that guy's smarter. I'll give mm-hmm. you that. Yeah, and then he's so smart that you know uh, he 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 works for the government and he yeah. does all this stuff. I feel like he works for the government because he just needs to keep his mind busy and he needs something <laughs> yeah. so big that the yeah. murders won't do it. Mm-hmm. I need. I need to be in charge of protecting the world. I can't take just this. It's protecting a city, too small. (laughs) But I don't think Mycroft could ever have a friend. And That's the thing that. That's yeah, that's right. That's the thing that Sherlock Holmes can do for sure. So you know he's so over the top that yeah, that is like cut out that aspect, and he Mm -hmm. never, he would never be able to find love. That's right,
0: and uh, And that comes through in the character too. And, And yeah, he's, I mean, he he has friends, but but friends like you know he 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 dines with gentlemen at the club. That's the kind of friends that he has.
1: But he, I think he does that because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. He knows he knows how sure. to work politics, mm-hmm. and I think he can work social politics as well. But he can't have a friend. Yeah. Because that's not true. I think like if you if you're going on the scale, if they had like, and again, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But if they had like another sibling, like a young, like a younger sibling, uh, I would say then that sibling should be a little less smart than both of them, but yeah. still very very smart. Yeah. And I think they solve crimes at the office, and they're like <laughs> at the office, they figure everything out, and they're like that person's just the genius of even a, right. a more microcosm. Maybe just maybe just their block. Who they're,
0: stole the toner?
1: Yeah, they're on the neighborhood watch and they're like really yeah. good at the neighborhood watch but like that's it and then it yeah. scales up as you go yeah
0: i guess yeah yeah just uh you know what's actually funny speaking about guy richie i watched uh king arthur the legend i think it's called legend of the sword or some kind of name like that
1: yeah that one's bananas right is that a bananas one like is that just crazy? It's, not that it's, bana- it's, okay. it's not that it's bananas okay it's not that
0: it's bananas
1: is that to have a dragon in it I'm trying to remember no, I just remember I drag- saw it I and it, it was like it was it was it was crackers like I just remember like this is all over the place. It
0: doesn't it's it doesn't remember it has elephants.
1: Okay, it yeah. has big is, elephants. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> Go ahead. I just remember coming out of it and I was like the person I was seeing it with uh, we just went like what the hell? That was all yeah. what, what was what was that about? But it's not that. You know what it is. I would like to know what it here's, is. Here's here's the thing. Tell me so, the thing, please. <laughs> so,
0: I guess Richie was like given this story. Oh, I'm
1: looking up the cast. Okay. Char-
0: Charlie Hunnam Jude Law, yeah, yeah, are the kind of main characters sure, in it. Sure.
1: Jude Law, who you know he's worked with on on the yeah, Sherlock Holmes. That's stories. right.
0: So he obviously likes him. Yeah. Uh, and so, but what? Okay, here's the thing with Guy Ritchie. He he's such an efficient storyteller, and he's able to do so much and so little. Like he can do very very clever montages that can sure. like s- span years and kind of give you a really like intense understanding of what the character is. But, here's the problem. When, problem. when you start to have to... Because what he's trying to do is, like, weave information into each other in a way that that makes makes clear what's happening, but also advances the story,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but gives us as much information as possible as quickly as possible, because it's such a big story that he's telling. It
1: was a really big story. It is really it was big. a big story.
0: The problem is, I think, in, the, in King Arthur, is that he does so much like over, you know, where this is happening, but we're telling about something here that happened two days ago, but we're also doing this at the same time. And we're also foreshadowing this is going to be happening. So you get all these different levels are happening that it's hard to connect to it because so much is going on. And it can feel like so confused that actually there was a point in the film where I, I, at one point, and actually, part where it kind of got slow, and I was just so bored. Yeah, it's really crushingly boring. Because not the whole movie, but no, just like no, no, no really, I thought the, most
1: of it was boring. No, but no, okay. I, uh, I found it pretty. I okay. really enjoyed if you like, it. Actually. If you did, that's great. I'd I didn't. I really didn't. Okay, I, go ahead.
0: I did enjoy it. I mean, there's too too much CGI would be my one complaint about the film, but and the fact that when you when he like kind of takes his foot off the gas, uh-huh. then you're just like because there's a scene in the movie where they're like in a room, they've tried to assassinate the king the Jude Law character and they're in a room and we, they're being hunted by the the king's guards and blah 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 and it just like that part of the movie where it kind of just like okay let's take a breather <laughs> like you've been it's just been like so much happening in the movie that at that point you're just kind of like ugh this is kind of dull what's well, going on well, in a felt room Yeah, I feel
1: like that to me is like the assassination was like how are you going to get a heist into this because that's what he likes doing is heists <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: well that's how you're doing it mm-hmm. here comes the heist yeah but it's yeah. not
0: really yeah it's just a very strange uh, sequence and yeah. No, but I, I, I enjoyed it. If people said someone said to me, "Should I see it?" I would say,
1: "Yeah, I mean, sure, see, whatever." It's, uh, it's, I like to. He directed. Uh, sorry, I was. I've now shut this. Uh, did he direct the Man from Uncle?
0: Yes, another good. Yeah, movie. I liked. I like that. That's okay. a very good film. Yeah. But that's another movie where he does things like where he's talking. He's showing the backstory of of uh, Napoleon, whatever his name is. I think it's yeah Napoleon something solo. I, Napoleon Solo, yeah. And the backstory of of the
1: Yuri characters, but he's he's showing their backstories. (laughs) So I wanted to make up another crazy name, like, and his partner, Dante Gungadin.
0: (laughs) And yes, Yuri Gungadin. And so his, uh, but when he's doing, when he's introducing the characters, they're doing something in the present in the movie, but it's also showing their past and it interweaves them. Yeah. But that movie. It all, it doesn't do that throughout the whole film, because the story has room to breathe. Unlike the King Arthur story, which they're just like, everything from King Arthur, let's all throw it into this giant thing. Yeah. Let's make this story about this, you know, and it's, it's a,
1: it's, yeah, it's a... King Arthur's hard. King Arthur is hard. It is hard. Like, to the point where I think one of the best King Arthur stories is Holy Grail. Like, it's actually, <laughs> that, that you actually kind of like, yeah, yeah I kind of, when I think of the characters, yeah, I'm like, yeah that's probably, that's pretty good. That's, it, you know, all, it
0: it defines them all so well. Yeah. like there's All those characters
1: have personalities. So I'm going like, I don't know, what what else? And yeah. I'm going like, Excalibur? I don't know. No, that's terrible. Camelot? I don't know. I have not seen that. Uh, you know, like almost any movie where you do King Arthur, it's just really hard. It's hard to get all that in. It seems like it's like, well, what are you going to do? Here's the story. And there was one, too, that was like... Uh, you know, it was like that's not King Arthur. Here's the real King Arthur story. That was from like you know, I don't know the hundreds or whatever. Yeah. And uh, there you go. Oh, well, it's dull. <laughs> <So you don't laughs> well, want you took away all the interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. And first of all, it's not real. You know, it's like mm, you're, you're just making shit up here too. Like you just make mm. them ups.
0: That was something I. That was something I liked in the in the set design and and the in the art art direction of uh, of this new one, the new Guy Ritchie one, is that they incorporate sort of. Uh, the Roman London into the new London. So you have these parts where there's like a broken down Colosseum and then there's the aqueducts mm. and stuff that are still left over from the Roman occupation. But they've been incorporated into the, this new kind of London that's going around, or lendinium It's still called sure. in a, the film, and I, that's probably pretty accurate because they would have followed fairly closely on each other. The yeah, that's the That sounds sort of, interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. Again, it didn't really work for me. But there were some interesting ideas. Mm-hmm. I'll give you. i give you that. And yeah. guy Richie always like deliver deliver something. I'm now thinking of more. Here's here's one version of like though it wasn't in film version. Yeah. But uh, and and you know what? Like to be fair, I I I, re- I read it a long time ago, and maybe okay. it stinks. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but it was Camelot 3000. It was a comic. It was called Camelot 3000. <laughs> okay. And here was the idea. All right. It was the future. Yeah. Uh, they need King Arthur. Uh, he comes back. And he has to gather like all the Knights of the Round Table uh, so it's their reincarnated versions, but they don't remember who they were, and he has to basically wake all of them up. Yeah. and then you know, and then all the same shit ends up happening again. He's got Lancelot, and, and they fall in love, and he's jealous Guinevere. and all this stuff, and yeah. you know, uh, yeah, and 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 it's all played in the future. Mm. And uh, Brian Bland does the art for it, and it's uh, quite nice. He's a he's, twelve okay. issue uh, maxi series, they called it. Sure, I think it was one of the first maxi series, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, I really liked it. Huh? just because i mean you know, cause, it, it hit all the tropes right that's the thing, it hit yeah. all the things. it's like well they say he's at rest and he will come back when he is most needed well he's most needed okay all right that all plays <laughs> out
0: yeah i i well i think there's lots of um the, as the as a mythology there there's there are some elements of it that that are are quite uh kind of they kind of they really stick to you like the sword and the stone is yep as as an idea, or the lady in the lake as an idea, and how those two, because one she's, he's given the sword by the lady in the lake, and the other one he gets it from a stone.
1: In both times, I'm sure there's different variations like, nice parallel stories. You know, yeah, sword, and the stone, sword in the stone, the stone, lady in the lake. lake. I'm sure that there's like the parallel the tree, stories. He has to get the baby
0: out of the tree, taught in the tree, <laughs> and you could probably look. You know, if you went back far enough, you could see like different regions had different legend like arthurian legends they told so that over time they're kind of combined into into uh yeah it's it's uh, fascinating but i thought it was a fine movie it's not as good as man from uncle that movie is a very good film yeah and everyone hey if you want to i was sad when it didn't do well
1: yeah if you if you guys want to make a good king arthur movie make one he's public domain Go for it. <laughs> it is public domain. Speaking speaking of we which... You can do Rocket King Arthur. Uh what's that uh, that movie I got up there is that Safety Last? That is that Safety that Last. Yeah. Safety Last is public domain as of this month. 1923 is the is the the yeah. Is, so have at it. Uh do what you want with it. Uh it's uh, it's all yours everybody's. Well, that's that's good. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. I think I I think we have too long a period for copyright to, to to follow away. Yeah, you can get a nice film festival going with all this stuff. It's always interesting at the beginning of a year seeing like, hey, what just went into co- co- uh, public domain. Yeah. I think it's like uh 2023 if I'm remembering correctly that Steamboat Willie will finally uh be public domain. I know will they're going to fight it. I know they're going to fight it. Yeah you know the the thing to me will be interesting is like by that point will public domain mean anything anymore And it'll just be like eh yeah so you can use it oh wow i can use it you say so <laughs> well, like you know I everyone mean, could use it anyway there's a reason that that the
0: mounties in the 90s i think it was the 90s 80s or 90s signed signed over like signed up like they signed an agreement with disney to their likeness
1: this, of their outfits yeah
0: this because disney can police really really well Right, the use of copyright, and so the Mounties had like a, a like Disney doesn't own the Mounties uniform. They just had like an agreement for a while that that the Disney had a a part of 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 the Mounties, that look or whatever was was co owned by them or whatever, like, mm-hmm. or they got a cut of it anyway as part of the management deal of of the copyright. But yes, I think copyright is is a uh, a real creativity freezer. So.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking at uh, what went into uh, uh, public domain this year, but uh, I had a I had a good list, and by gosh, I it's, I, I don't. When you
0: uh, when you look at that picture of Harold Lloyd on the clock face on the building f- facade, yeah, it, what's funny, of course, is that you can't see that it's built on top of a building, so he's actually like five feet from the ground. Right, but it's still but it's still so efficient. So, so, so effective looking. Yeah, it's just sort of funny because of course Keaton did it the opposite. Like whereas he was like an actual like. Stupidly dangerous situations, Mm -hmm. uh, doing his, his stuff where, you know, you can see, and there's a long shot. So you can see how dangerous it was. You know, he doesn't, he, he doesn't hide it. Yeah. uh, And it's not, uh, I mean, obviously there's things where he did against, uh, with a fake, fake roof on, on top of a building and things to, there's no way that. But that was from an age when, I was watching, a, a, someone had on online, on Facebook or something, they just posted a video, it was just like a series of clips from Keaton films, and there's one where he's he's in front of a train that's moving forward, and he's trying to get a log off of the, that's stuck in the railroad ties. Right. And he's battling this log, and this train is coming behind him, and as he gets the log up, or this, it's not really a log, it's a railroad tie, but as he gets this tie up in the air, the cow catcher on the train hits him, and he falls onto the cow catcher. But it's so dangerous. It looks so simple, but you're thinking like, if his feet got caught in the ties, oh the train would just crushed him. Yeah, you know. And then he's sitting on the cowcatcher, holding this big tie, <sighs> and there's no lines or there's nothing holding him uh. there because he couldn't erase those in those days. So they're just. It's just what's happening is what you're seeing, and so he's he's balancing this railroad tie on this cowcatcher, and then he. Then then there's another railroad tie in front of him as the train's approaching, and he uses it and he hits it it and knocks them both out of the off the track out of the way. But it's so it's so it's such an effective. But it's so small. But when you're watching it, just like this is probably like one of the most dangerous stunts in
1: all of these other (laughs) dangerous stunts.
0: Yeah. You know, like the other ones are just like him grabbing onto a car as it's driving yeah, Even by, Jackie
1: you know. Chan watches them and goes, whoa, that's... Oh, a- no,
0: Jackie Chan has that roof slide that is just crazy, that glass roof slide. <sighs> when you see that, uh, I can't remember
1: what movie it's in, but... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's so, madness. So, uh, yeah, another uh, Harold Lloyd film that went into public domain uh, just now is uh, Why Worry? Why worry? Why okay. worry? Okay. And uh, Buster Keaton, uh, uh, Our Hospitality, just went into oh. uh, public domain as well. Great movie. And Charlie Chaplin's The Pilgrim. Mm. So, you know, hey, we got a little film festival. A <laughs> uh, whole bunch of short films by Chaplin, Keaton, Laurel and Hardy, and The R Gangs. Those went into public domain. A bunch of Felix the Cats uh, and uh, Cecil B. DeMille's The Ten Commandments
0: also just oh. went into public what? domain. Well, there you go, everyone. Now, finally, we can use the Ten Commandments again.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, you got, uh, oh, so many. Who's sorry now? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you. Oh, the song, you mean? That song, yeah. That's Isn't that song written by,
0: it's written by Burt Colmar and Harry Ruby, uh, co-written by them, anyway.
1: There you go. Hey, finally, you can use the Charleston mm. in what you want. Charleston Chew. And you can, uh, yes, we have boat, no bananas. It's finally out of coverage. Finally. Wow. Well, there you go. Kanye
0: West can use that in a in a in a song, and not have to pay any sample fees. Uh, the
1: song "Come On Spark Plug," which I have to assume is a Barney, Barney Google, Google reference. Yeah, uh, related sure thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, a whole bunch of whole bunch of books. Uh, Bambi has just gone into public domain, okay. so uh, make your own Bambi movie now. <laughs> knock it, knock yourself out. Can't do anything that uh, Disney did, but that's uh, that's that's all yours. Yeah. Uh, Ego and the Id, Sigmund, Sigmund Freud. Oh, okay. So take it, rewrite it, fix rewrite. it up. <laughs> yeah, get rid of all that uh, that uh, stuff about anal. And uh, Mrs. Dalloway by anal. Virginia Woolf. So you can pretend to be uh, Virginia Woolf and rewrite a book for
0: uh, Mrs. Dalloway is yep. uh, out of. Huh? Okay.
1: Oh, that's oh, actually Saint Joan by George Bernard Shaw also just went into public domain. Oh, uh, I really like that play, but not his preface to it. What was the preface? Oh, he always wrote these
0: really long prefaces to all his plays. Oh, that's
1: books. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, two, uh, I always wonder about these because I, I would like to do something with Hercule uh, Poirot. Yeah, uh, the murder of Roger Ackroyd and the murder on the links. Both of those have gone. Okay,
0: well, the murder of Roger Ackroyd is a fucking horrible book. No, it's not a fucking. I shouldn't say that. Wow, strong. Okay, that was a bit strong. It's a it's a tricky book because here is the thing. The murder of Roger Ackroyd, and I'm going to give this away, everyone. I'm sorry if you, if you didn't know this, but the murder of Roger Ackroyd is the narrator of the book. And it's, you feel so cheated when it tells you because the narrator is leaving out, cl- is leaving out the clues. Right. Not that I'm a person who I shouldn't even say I care about it because I'm, <laughs> I'm a dumb dumb that doesn't even try to figure out, uh, the, the, who murdered whom when I read a, read a story. I think I felt kind of cheated when I read it in grade eight, but if I was, if I'm honest with myself, I would, I just felt cheated because I, I was, I, the book played me.
1: It doesn't say which ones, but some Jane Austen also go into public domain. So
0: What do you mean? It will have been long in public domain.
1: I guess, but it says, works by Jane Austen here. D.H. Uh, Lawrence, uh, Winston Churchill, that one makes sense. But yeah, uh, I guess there's some that uh, got renewed somehow, and now they're in public domain. Oh, okay. So there you go. Edgar Wright Burroughs as well. Rice Burroughs. Sorry, Edgar, <laughs> Edgar Wright Burroughs. Edgar Wright, That's right. Charlie McCartney Burroughs. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: Oh, it's weird with Jane Austen. I wonder if there was a book that was like all her works, or just uh, one of her. It works? just
1: said works by. So I'm assuming some of some of the works. Not otherwise, they would have listed if Pride and Prejudice. Say went into public domain. They would have listed that specifically. But mm. some, maybe some short stories. Maybe or it's some
0: of the, la- the later unfinished novellas, like Sanditon. And, and
2: mm.
1: how long did she live till?
0: I don't really know. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. She lived into into her 40s. She didn't live to a ripe oh, old age. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, she had some problems when she got a little older. She had some unfortunate lady troubles. Oh. I might, have, I might have... Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was.
1: Yeah. What was the last thing she wrote?
0: Probably was working on Sanditon, because that was Left Unfinished, which was a book about uh, real estate speculators in kind of like a town would have been like a bath a sanin for bath
1: okay and did that Instead ever get published
0: it has been published it did not it was not finished by her though so okay it doesn't have a it doesn't have an ending um some when the group of people who did the lizzie bennett diaries on youtube they all they did a shout version. out to that by the way <laughs> they did a ver, they did their own version of sanditon but i never finished it i never quite captured my my imagination the way that lizzie bennett did,
1: did those folks ever do anything else the people, the Lizzie Bennett tires.
0: Oh, I imagine so. I don't know. They
1: had a lot of success with that. I just wonder what they moved on to afterwards.
0: Yeah, they did have a lot of success. Well, one of the people who worked on it was like one of the Green Brothers, who are like the Fault in Our Stars. Oh, okay. And one of them's like a YouTube kind of guy. So there's like sure, two. Sure, sure. Well, brothers, they're yeah. clearly YouTube people. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they've done other things. I I don't know if they've done anything that was as quite as as ambitious as those. Yeah, I don't. Is do people still do web series and things? Like that it feels like you don't really hear about them if if they do.
1: Like I, didn't, one point, I didn't really hear about them anyway. Oh, okay. You got hip because you you had uh, daughters of an age that would. Yeah, want to, Mary's said the said one who
0: Mary's the one who pointed me towards. Um, Lizzie Benedict. All I
1: hear is sometimes, hey, there's a jerk in the woods who's found a person who committed suicide. I'm like, oh, that's a son of a bitch. Don't like that guy. <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, guy, now yeah. uh people are against him, but now they're for him. Now he's just he's still around. Well, there,
0: no one was again no, no one who liked him was against him. It's just people the surrounding people who are didn't like him who were against against him, and they're still against him.
1: Well you can be yeah, you can be uh you can be against uh someone's actions mm-hmm. uh even though you like the person. Yeah, I don't think that even bothered them.
0: Okay. There's he did a, a lot of terrible things when he
1: was in Japan. I can't remember his name now. Was something. he uh, was he a Tom Green type? Was that kind of he's situation? He's not a Tom, He's he is like a prank
0: person. He does would okay. do pranks and things of like that. Uh, but they're pranks of a stupid like a stupid kind of jock variety. Not not. He started off as a Vine guy, and then I think when Vine died on the Vine, he he moved into YouTube, and then they discovered man, we need a lot of content for YouTube because. The whole The whole thing about YouTube is you just have to feed this this voracious mill, and so they he and I think he and his brother were working together, and I wish I could remember their names. I can't remember their names, but they started you know just like they started a channel and they just started producing all this content, and they made a lot of money because their content really appeals to young kids like mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what it was aimed at and, but so some of it is some of it is like prank content, some of it's braggy content about how right. much money they have from doing being on youtube and some of it is is um like they they do like kind of bad rap and 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 stuff like that so it's not sorry i thought the door was open they don't um they don't seem to uh yeah i can i can't think of their name though i'm gonna
1: open the door <laughs>
2: i'll be right
0: back okay
1: And we're back. Sorry. Had to do some family that's stuff. Fine. That's fine. That's uh, fine. My wife came, uh, came home, my sister-in-law as well. They were out shopping, and uh, we learned that the cat can open the door. That's is that, great. Is that what... Cat <laughs> can open the front door. Uh, that's great news. Which is weird, because you, I could see it if you had one of
0: those lever-type handles on the door. Yeah. But you have a rounded knob, so apparently you have a cat with a thumb
1: yeah i feel like a bit of a rounded knob that i didn't know that like I get it. no this morning actually i shut the door to the bedroom and he figured it out and we're like and eh, for this and we're in oh so i'm like okay i got a genius cat my cat is a sherlock holmes-ish uh type type cat fair enough fair enough good for him now now dave yeah uh, is there anything you want to discuss before we go to movie town there's
0: Just, no movies what we are all done with movies
1: What's going on?
0: Yeah, we What have are you
1: talking about? You can't do that to me. You can't go, <laughs> like, no movie me.
0: Yeah, there's no... We, have, we did a last one last week with uh, Bob's List. Uh, oh, my He was my our, gosh. Final, our final contestant. We'll announce next week, next week who the winner is, who had the best movies okay. on their
1: list. Oh, my stars. Everyone I, stay
0: tuned for that
1: episode. Okay. Ian and I are going to argue about which... I'm trying to think what is. I should talk about. Well, then, uh, let me just mention that uh, I saw a movie. Okay. Uh, Aquaman. Oh, my condolences. It's, uh, here's the thing. Uh, when they're just being goofy and just, uh, just walking around, him and Mara doing some stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's fine. It's absolutely great. Two Uh, charismatic actors. When it's, uh, everyone in front of CGI shit and (laughs) when it's a CGI thing fighting another CGI thing. Yeah. Uh, who cares? Mm hmm. Who cares? Truly, you know. But it's obvious that by this point that the people who make DC movies have watched some Marvel movies, yeah, and they've gone, "I got it. We can do this. Let's go. We got it." And it's like <laughs> you don't quite got it. You got a bit of it. It's yeah. like someone who just went to see Pulp Fiction and go, "Got it. Know yeah. how to do it. Here we go. Let's go." It's like nope, not quite. Yeah. Not All really. All you got to
0: do is just do stuff at different times. So you just start with the ending and the beginning, and then you put the middle in the the end of the movie, and it's as easy.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of it's like uh, we got a culture, it's and has got highly, a lot of monologues. Yeah, we got a culture; it's highly advanced. And uh, how do you determine who's king? We fight to the death. Really? That's Black know, Panther. Though, I know by it's the way. Black Panther. That's the thing. It's like you can sort of get sort it in Black Panther because the culture's so old and what I have guess. you. Yes, and it's like maybe Seems and but kind even of silly. but you know to me I liked it in Black Panther because it kind of balanced things out in a weird mm. way and went like what is this thing? Yeah. It's like it's not all like you know here's it's very the thing proper, but then there's this. this, this
0: you know what Black Panther, okay you know you know this bugs me, but if they if in Black Panther they had you know shown you that their super modern city, yes, and instead of going to like that you know kind of waterfall lake thing and have the the fight there mm-hmm. if they just had the fight on the sidewalk in front of like a condo tower, then it would have it would have seemed as ridiculous as it actually is in the movie mm-hmm. like is this the backdrop to the fight that makes it seem okay mm-hmm. But the reality that this is this super advanced modern society that's grown up around this, you know, like, the fact is, is that in order for the society to be where it is, at some point, the king would have just had become a figurehead to an actual, like, democratic process that would allow for advancement of people, advancement of individuals through achievement, you know, to in order to keep keep advancing as a culture. Although that whole thing with the whatever it is called the made up the mediapium that they have that came in
1: vibranium, a, yeah,
0: that came on a, in a comet. Yeah, I guess that does kind of like skew how their
1: their culture would have developed. Well, here's the other problem. With okay, we got the Black Panther then for a second. By yes. the way, uh, Aquaman. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. It's uh, there's problems. Uh, there's a villain that has no reason to be a villain and just shows up and doesn't do anything, and they just show up. <laughs> Who plays the villain? I don't know, guy. No. It's Black man, uh, Manta. Who's just Manta? It's weird mm. to say he's Black Manta because he's African American as well. Yeah. So you never really want to go. Mm. <laughs> so at one point, he just okay. he just calls himself Manta. Yeah. But it's like. He's Black Manta. But yeah. you don't want to say it's Black Manta. It's like, well they are like, well who called him Black Manta? Who called him that? Yeah. It's like he's not Black Falcon. Yeah. No one calls Falcon Black Falcon. If is someone the, did, you would villain... stand back and go, What the shit was that? Yeah. Could you just call him Black War Machine? Like you wouldn't ever do that,
0: <laughs> right? In the comic, is it from a comic book
1: character? Yeah, he was black uh he was Black Manta in the oh. in the comic, yeah.
0: But is he black in the comic?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's very weird. Yeah, it's fine.
0: What if there was what if he was Black Manta and then there was also Manta, who was a white guy?
1: Yeah, it could be. That would be kind of There's awful. Manfred Manta who's also there. <laughs> um, yeah, he, but he's...
0: He was blinded by the, the light.
1: Yeah, you, you feel like he's going to be the main character, right? We're going to get back to Black Panther in a second. Sure, sure. Uh, but... Uh, you, you get the feeling like, oh, this guy is the main character. to give him a good motivation. There's like mm-hmm. father issues and things. Okay. And like, oh, maybe Aquaman sure. did something with his father. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, here we go. And then they go, no, no, not that. Forget that. Put it put away. We don't need that. uh We're going to deal with this thing where uh, Aquaman's got issues with his brother. Mm. Oh, okay. But it's going to cross over with this because yeah, yeah. it's all family stuff. Sure. No, no. Black Panther yeah. will just show up like maybe two-thirds of the way through the film and has laser eyes. Okay, and that leads to, uh, oh, because I see that you've got Aquaman's father. Oh, so he's going to threaten his father the way that Aquaman and his father. No, no, no. He never meets his father. Really? Because the father thing seems to be what you're setting up at the beginning. No, no. He's just got laser eyes. Oh, so how's that work? I don't know, it just fights him a bit. And then what? Nothing. But then, you know, maybe he'll come back later, maybe. Just like what the fuck who was he there? At all. There's no reason for him. It feels It's not interesting. He's just laser eye guy. It
0: feels like those movies feel so much like they're written by the producers and not by any of the creative people.
1: This this thing had rewrites uh mm. galore, yeah. Galore. And as someone else mentioned his brother is played by—is it Patrick Wilson? I think like a, okay, yeah, from, okay,
0: from The Conjuring,
1: right? So, so he's but he's like really youthed up. So it's weird seeing like he's he's like uh, supposed to be about the same age as uh, as Jason Manoa okay, Momoa, uh, whatever his name is. <laughs> uh, but like, t- as someone else mentioned, ten years ago we saw him playing a superhero having a midlife crisis. You know, uh, Night Owl. Okay. He was yeah. night owl. Yeah. He was like, he's a guy who's too old to be doing this shit. Yeah. He shouldn't be doing it. It's too old. Yeah. Now it's ten years later, and he's playing the young guy. Yeah. He's like the young king who's an upstart. It's like, what? What's happening with that? That's that's weird. Yeah. What's he doing there? Uh, anyway, all, all a bunch of stuff, and also there's like a race of brine shrimp that you're just like, get out of here. Just <laughs> make them straight out sea monkeys. Just make them sea monkeys. Make them look like the sea monkeys. Get the sea monkey endorsement, and we're fine. Yeah. But these weird freaking shrimp. Cr- oh, forget it. <laughs> it, it, it's more the the shrimp in the Muppets are more realistic but anyway so uh, so Black Panther yes so yes, I would say things would have changed and evolved in this society but here's the weird thing about the society is you've got uh, technology that's like off the charts mm-hmm. they're they're sci-fi live in jetson style yeah, really yeah. but yeah. they respect the land. So they don't want to mess up the land. So you've got, you know, law, you know, people are still farmers and doing things as well. So you got that merged thing. But then you've got a society that also just knows straight out r- their religion is real. Not we have faith and we hope and we think, nope. They know you bury a guy, he's going to the land of ghosts. He's getting yeah. advice. Yeah. He's meeting yeah. people. Yeah. He's ha- he's talking to them. Or at they least have- he thinks he is maybe but pretty much he is so it's like he's he's magic man uh we we know ghosts are real we know the afterlife is real no one else there is going like you know i'm thinking of buddhism no you're not (laughs) your panther god runs things and is real it's all real and so and so that's going to affect your society i think like you know if you've got you know that uh, old-timey religion you know, you've you've also got a, a it's also a theocracy, you know, as well as you know, a-
0: that, and so in theory that should be even more stifling <laughs> than than what you know. It's just So it should there should be no you know in re, in reality, like in a real like social like in a real society that was based on a, mo- a monarchy, you know, passed down through through battle, and then with a you know with a theocracy, sort of changeless theocracy. Mm-hmm. The idea of like it being a, an innovative culture it doesn't seem very well. That's plausible. the other thing
1: though you get in this in that movie though is uh, they do run things based on fear. You know they're all scared of like you know uh, going out and approaching the outside world, and it kind of ends with you know T'Challa going, uh, "No, we've been doing it wrong." He basically goes to the afterlife and tells the ghosts, "You guys." <laughs> No, you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, you dumb ghosts. Yeah, uh, I'm changed. I'm doing it the other way. Mm. Okay, so long, and uh, you know, <laughs> screw you to the ghosts. Yeah, and then uh, is uh, change the things up, and then you should actually go back and just go. And hey, thanks for the heads up on Thanos. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate well, you ghosts not letting me know. That's why there, that's a coming.
0: There, that there, that's there's evidence of that. It's just in your mind that you're not getting. You're not get, actually getting real information that you can use, but just. Uh, you know, people. You can have opinions with too right? Mm. You know what I mean. So they're not like giving you any helpful advice. Like, hey,
1: by the way, someone's coming to destroy half the universe. Okay, but you got two guys. You got uh, your uh, what's his name, uh, Fist Puncher. Who's the guy? Uh, Michael B. Jordan as Warmonger, uh, as, as,
0: oh. Killmonger, Kill
1: Kill Kill Him All A Monger. That guy. So yes. so he goes to the afterlife, mm. and it's basically the same color uh, afterlife. So it's like that's what the afterlife is. Is there? So it's like. Mm-hmm. If it was just if it was just T'Challa going, you'd yeah. be like, "Well, maybe he's just he's tripping balls. Mm-hmm. He's seeing this. He's seeing uh, Mufasa. He's getting a, he's getting his uh, advice. He's talking to a lion. He just can't wait to be king." Yeah, uh, Hakuna Matata goes back, <laughs> does his thing. Uh, but because the other guy goes and it's basically, "Oh, this is basically how the afterlife works." Then you know it's like the afterlife is. Well, but it,
0: you could say that about. So is that evidence that um, afterlife experiences are real? That people have similar have similar visions or views of what heaven is? If we... Wouldn't you say that it's more that we have, like, this preconceived notion of what heaven is? And so we put that into...
1: I think two people that grew up so differently. Mm -hmm. uh, Like... Uh, and then they, they they both go through this experience, yeah, and both go to the same realm, sure, and but see the same but things. To both
0: of them, it's super important what what their what their traditions that are. That is
1: that is possible that they both were influenced, and so yeah. it has that is a, that is a possibility. Yeah. I'll give you that. Oh, why can't you have a little faith? In <laughs> a little faith. This in is the fun <laughs> thing. Is like the one thing about the Marvel universe. For all that, like uh, Captain America, you know, uh, there's only one God, and it's, he doesn't dress like that guy. Yeah. Uh, you know. Hey, listen. Cap The only thing we know for sure, the only religion we're a hundred percent on is yeah. right panther God, so look if you want to put all your money on something I, I, I think, say yeah. you you get yourself a, a set of cat ears <laughs> a bowl of milk Because <laughs> yeah, uh, panther God is where it's at
0: it's I don't think it's that that certain in the films okay, I think you know, I' just think if you're you know otherwise, I have to watch movies like heaven is real and go, I guess it is real. And then heaven is still real, and God still exists. <laughs> heaven is still realer. Oh man, where were we? Where were we watching? We were watching a movie together, so it must have been Spider Verse. Okay. Where had the weirdest films in the trailer? Was it the dog one? Including, some, yeah, they had the dog one. The one I,
1: that tells you the whole plot. Yeah, I'm a dog. You know, I like being a dog, and I like the cheese. But then one day, I went outside. It's like basically the story that would just almost happened with yeah, the cat. That's right. Yeah, and then uh, this shit happened. But I went no. And then I left and then I found him again. Yeah. Anyway, enjoyed the movie
0: that you just saw I'm the end of. Spoiler the
1: dog. <laughs> That's right. And
0: then my owner found me and I came running towards her or him. Can't yeah. remember
1: don't worry, everybody. Oh. What they're basically saying is, I don't die in this mm. one. I know mm-hmm. you just saw all the other titles of the films that these filmmakers made. Yeah. And the whole thing is, oh, there's all dead dogs and those things. I'm just letting you know, <laughs> Yeah. I don't eat bad cheese. <laughs> I don't go out and get hit by a car. Okay, he doesn't learn a lesson. I'm the fucking narrator, so it's gonna be okay. I'm
0: telling you, he could be narrating like like William Holden in Sunset Boulevard. Oh uh, yeah, that's
1: right. See a dog in a pool. That's right. That's me. What a twist! Oh, by the way, I'm actually the cat. Oh, 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 what? A, boy, it's crazy. Oh, da- cats da- are dogs, and dogs. Damn are cats. you, M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs>
0: Uh, no, and then there was another movie that was like this really, like, oh, for me, stomach-churningly embarrassing Christian movie that they also had a trailer for, from the people who brought you The War Room, which I, I watched a little bit of The War Room, which is is a Christian movie. Mm-hmm. The War Room is not a war room in the sense that you think it's a war room. It's actually a place where you go and pray. You fight against the evils of the world in your war room by praying. Uh, it contains the immortal. To me, this movie contains the one immortal line that I always quote to people, yeah. or at, at home anyway, <laughs> much to everyone's dislike. Which is, uh, there's a scene where the lady, the uh, there's an old lady, an old black lady, and then this young uh, black woman, and they're talking, and then the phone rings, and the, and, the, and the the young lady answers it, and she's or she's texting or whatever, okay, and then the the old lady says, she goes, well, my phone can't do that. I guess it's a dumb phone. Wow. Wow.
1: Yep. (laughs) I know. It kills me every time. Yeah. Catching the next day. I guess I'm making a short distance call. Something like that. I'm a gumming Elizabeth.
0: (laughs) just every time. Oh, wow.
1: Uh, I love this. Yeah. I um, feel like the idea of a dumb phone, though. (laughs) What's it do? Makes calls. Makes that's, calls it. that's it, dummy. <laughs> It'll dial it for you too. You don't know the number, stupid. It's a phone for dum-dums. That's right, dum-dum. So what? Uh, okay. So what would you say? So you've seen like you've seen a couple of these movies. Like, uh, have you ever seen like uh, God is real? Or I've made? watched.
0: I've watched uh, God is dead. God is. I am mean, sorry. God is not dead, God and God is not dead. dead too. I've seen them both.
1: Okay. So these films, where they're trying to get the message out, so terrible. Okay, you're a you're a Christian gentleman. So I am a Christian but and you're also a creative type. Mm-hmm. So how do you make these movies not Oh horrible? my gosh, this is a good
0: question. Because for me, like one of one of our like the Great Commission as it's called, when Christ talks to the disciples or to the hundreds before he's taken up to heaven, he basically says, you know, go out there and spread the word and so and I, it depends how you take it. Like You could take it like, okay, we go out there and we live the word of Christ out in the world. Or we go door to door with the pamphlets and, and tell, talk to people that way. One is nice and one's annoying. Mm-hmm. And I feel like movies like that are the latter. They're the take the pamphlet door to door and talk to you. In an annoying way, well, It
1: feels like everyone who doesn't believe is a jerk.
0: Oh, those movies are so hor like so horribly one sided.
1: Everyone's, yeah, everyone's got a straw man argument that's ridiculous. And yeah, it's like if there is a god, yeah. well, why is there disease? That's right. it's like okay, because otherwise there'd be everyone, the earth would be full. would all yeah. die. It'd be yeah. horrible. Yeah. Like disease is bad, but it's like yeah, yeah. what well, do I get cold sometimes? <laughs> why my feet cold? Was that?
0: Or they're just like well, like like um, God is not dead too has Ray Wise. Mm-hmm. As a a lawyer from the UC, uh, ACLU,
1: a big city lawyer,
0: he's a big city lawyer, and I hate Christians more than I hate
1: anyone. grr, <laughs> Scrinch, like, I'm gonna get my dog and
0: put antlers on his head. Yeah, and, and
1: then um, he say to him, "Yeah, but you slept with your daughter and then killed her, so you're one to talk." For,
0: <laughs> former <laughs> Sabrina, the teenage witch, plays a teacher who, in class, this is the ridiculous part of the film. In class, a girl who's searching. She's mm. searching, she asks her about about Jesus. Right. And so, this teacher, who's a histori- his teaching history, responds with who Jesus Christ is. Mm-hmm. It's not really very religious or anything about like that, her response. It's just a reasonable response to someone asking sure. a question. Well, then, she gets taken to the principal's office, the teacher, and oh, is she in trouble for bringing up religion in class. She didn't. And da-da-da-da. No, she doesn't at all. It's so stupid. That's the and so, the movie goes in this... This gets on the crazy train and starts going, and then the ACLU show up and they're gonna they're going to fight against this teacher, which is completely opposite of what the ACLU does, because if if in this was a real case, yeah. the ACLU would be fighting for her right to discuss this in a reasonable way in a in a classroom situation. Well, here's what
1: they were: they were the ACLU Lucifer. Yes, <laughs> they were. They so were real.
0: Oh, and it's just.
1: No, wait a second. So the woman who was playing the teacher, she used so to
0: former play... Sabrina the Teenage Witch, yeah.
1: Okay, um, has she uh, is because she's a very Christian person, so was in this movie. Is I assume it? so. Oh, I wonder what she thinks of the new Sabrina. That must be a rough watch <laughs> for her. Sabrina. Who's now like giving her body to Satan? <laughs> no. That's that's tough. Yeah,
0: it must be. Yeah, it must be indeed. Oh. Yeah, I had uh, the first one has Kevin Sorbo as the as the atheist professor, okay. who challenges his student to. Um, To kind of a (laughs) to a debate off, whereas this boy has to uh, prove to the class that God exists. Wow,
1: that's a nice teacher. Mm -hmm. Like, just imagine. Okay, (laughs) if you're living in a universe where the kid is like the kid's wrong, Mm -hmm. even then what a dink that teacher is for like, I'm going to show this kid. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Like, what's the what's the ending to that movie that's positive if you're the good guy? Yeah. Like, and then I beat the kid, and we all went, God doesn't exist. Hooray! Goodbye, everybody. Oh, da, m- da, 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 I just da, got a sore da, stomach. Da, da, da. And by the way, yeah. he used to be a god himself, so who's he to talk? <laughs>
0: who's he to right?
1: talk, indeed? Your dad's Zeus. Shut up. He was a demigod. He wasn't a full-on god. Okay,
0: but your dad's still Zeus. Mm-hmm. So, uh yeah, and then... Uh, who, who played Superman and Clark and? Dean Kane. Dean Kane is in it as a meanie. He's like a mean business guy who's go, uh, going out with this woman who gets cancer. And he's like, well, you know, we're here for fun and you're not fun anymore because you're dying of cancer. <laughs> so long, baby. Wait. So yeah. she
1: had the not fun cancer? She had the not fun cancer. If you get the fun
0: cancer, though, stick people around. Will, people will say around, funcer, fun as it's <laughs> called. Uh, and so, yeah, she's dying of cancer. Um, and then there's a, a Muslim girl who uh, is converting to Christianity, and then she gets beaten up by her dad. And there's just so many, like, evil, so many evil stereotypes. And it's like you watch the whole movie, and you're just like, oh, like, is this what I believe? Like, uh, maybe I should be like Rochel Marx, you know, any club that have me as a member, and it's not worth joining. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so. My feeling is the sooner that Christianity is, like, destroyed, the the better. For Christians? Hmm. It's better for us.
1: I mean, I think... I Any think, group that's, like, in a position of power is or shit, they're just, you know, they're horrible and shitty. I would say I would say, what you do is you make a movie that's good, but you... <laughs> that's a helpful thing. Okay, so that's thing one. For sure. But you just have a character in it who is Christian. So, well, so how about uh, Linus and Charlie Brown? Yes. Sorry, there's I, an, but there's an no, example No, no, I'm, of... I'm, I'm laughing just because I also yeah. realize he also has strong beliefs in The Great Pumpkin. So... <laughs> That's true. Which really does go. He's again. really a sucker. But
0: it's it's uh it The great pumpkin doesn't necessarily go against Christianity.
1: Why do you look like that? It's a false gourd. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's the other good. room laughed at that. Yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah, that's good. Wow, yeah, there. And they're being so nicely quiet. Bless your hearts. We're playing your Tetris. Hard audience. Yeah. We won't be much longer. Uh, that's it. I I, I, I peeked. <laughs> by, by, by far. But I I don't think to,
0: to Schultz, as a Christian, Schultz was a Christian, mm-hmm. uh, the idea of Linus believing in, in a great pumpkin is necessarily like anti-Christian.
1: No, you know? okay, no, that's fine. You know what I mean? It was a, it was a source of good gags. And mm-hmm. also I think like, you know, I, I think he wouldn't have done Linus doing the Christian stuff if it wasn't also good jokes. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't just, yeah. like, out of nowhere, I'm doing this because it's the right Christian thing That's to do. That's the thing.
2: It's
0: a difference between, like, what Johnny Hart did mm-hmm. in BC, where he, yeah. you know, had some massive late-life conversion to Christianity, went through, like, a born-again phase. And so
1: he, he he delivers the clunkers. It's oh, like,
0: it's so it's so Yeah, it just so, derail
1: uh, the train that you're yeah, on. And yeah. it does. It's like it's it's like sitting down to, next to someone and going like, you know, have uh, have you uh, have you found Jesus? <laughs> it's like no, that's not how that's you, not you, what do. you do that's
0: not what No, you do, The no. way
1: the way that you convert someone that way is uh, they admire you or whatever, or yeah. see how the effect it's having on your life, yeah. and then that's like, oh, I, what's what's up with this? Yeah. How's this go? I was like, oh, okay, well, if you want me to tell you about it, I'll tell you about it, but I'm not gonna, you know, eh. uh, you know, that's that's the thing. Whereas, I, I, again, if you make the first step and tell the thing, which I think you're supposed to do, you're supposed to like uh, give your testament. Is that what it is? You gotta Testify? I don't think that your, you're. I weren't. You know, like so. Many, more, if you're born again, so many things
0: thing. are post biblical. That you know, they're just. You know,
1: okay, but well that's what born again people believe. Yes, is that you've got to, you know, you give, you give your. I'm probably saying this wrong te- testament, but some something along those lines. Yeah, where you know, but what, what yeah, you gotta, you live by example. But you,
0: oh. but your your approach has to be, your approach really has to be that the person comes to you though, you know, like you can't go to them. Mm-hmm. Like to me, the idea of, so for me, like, okay, well, recently was it Jerry Falwell Jr.? I can't remember the guy's name. Someone, someone Jr. Was, no, I think you're right. Was talking in the news in the was in an interview, and he was yeah. talking about he separated like two, into two kingdoms, uh-huh. the kingdom of God, right. and the kingdom of the earth. And he said, you know, how we behave in the kingdom of heaven is different than how we behave in the kingdom of the earth, which, to me, as a Christian, is the opposite of what you believe as a Christian, because the the idea of what Cray says is that. The kingdom of heaven is now, like you are in the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. It's not coming for you. You are in it now. And what you make of it is what, you know, <laughs> so is what I'm you just have. laughing with like, you're in it now. That's yeah. the message. Yeah. Yeah. You are, you are in it now. Have. And lots of, lots of times you are in it now, mm. but this is where you are. So what you make of this, this place that. We live in this place of God's love, or we live in this place of God's creation. Mm -hmm. And what do you make of it? What do you make of this place that you live in? You know, not what's coming for you, not what are you going to get in a while. You know, when is when is God going to roll in in his gold Cadillac Mm -hmm. and give me? You know, like God's
1: not a savings bond that you're going to cash in. Yeah,
0: you you are living that now. So that so that's you know for the the first thing is that you know your. Behavior is what is your you know is what you are. Mm-hmm. so if you say you're a Christian, it's your behavior that marks you, not what you say because what you say is who gives a shit what you say if it's meaningless, you know if it's just can't, if it's just you know Jerry Falwell jr. garbage where the idea that you know you wouldn't want you wouldn't want a person who's you know love kind and loving to be your president, you want a tough guy who will beat people up. <laughs> why? You know that's not what you're supposed to be telling us. But that's what he's saying. You know, what, how you behave in one place, how you behave in God's kingdom, is different from how you behave in in the, the kingdom of the earth. Well, they're supposed to be the same thing, dum dum. So why are we? Why are you creating two different magisteria? This idea of you know.
1: Because when you've got enough room to make stuff up, you can be a hypocrite, <laughs> and, and that's how you go. And I would say, I would say, like, here's what I would do: It's like, I would like uh, you do a, uh, and again, I'm not a believer uh, and whatnot. Yep, but what I would say is, uh, creatively, I'd say you get so, uh, uh, you know, uh, you get a procedural, you get like uh, one of these shows where you know it's just this couple just solving mysteries, whoever mm-hmm. they are. You know, they're sure. solving mysteries every week. Yeah. You just make one of them a Christian, yeah. and just like, and, and the and other one isn't. That's right. That's fine. But it's not a lot. Like how can you believe this kind of thing with this <laughs> kind of stuff that you're seeing how hey, can you not believe, yeah. I believe no no, no, fuck, no i don't mean like that off, they just off. they get along fuck off Cause they just pick each other like he's he's at church on sunday yeah and then she comes out and like yeah there's been a murder oh okay And he shakes everyone's hand who's like was there, and he goes off to do the thing. Yeah, or he's going. Yeah, I'm going to do you know a thing like uh, you know you do where we're you know we're we're helping some people out uh, this week. Oh yeah, and then what happened? Then I got a call about this murder. Okay, (laughs) now I'm going to go do this. I mean, that's just an interesting thing. Yeah, and then you go off. You 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 don't hammer it like that. You just like make it part of their character you know if if you see in law and order someone's in church, yeah. well someone's getting molested like that's the only reason we're at a church yeah, right now, yeah. and then it'll be a thing like i was in a church and that it's like okay,
0: just like I mean those things happen, but in most cases they don't you know like so we don't
1: and that's a story to tell yeah but if you're if you're say doing you know if you're trying to do a movie where you know you want to get the you know the God is not dead type thing <laughs> and like okay, do die hard but The guy, you know, John McClain, we just have like one or two things where you just see, like, oh, he's also a Christian. Like, at one point, he just prays. Like, he just legitimately prays. That would be,
0: that could be very moving. Yeah.
1: And just goes, like, I'm in over my head. Yeah. You know, uh, I could really use a hand here. Sure. You know, and, and what have you. And then, and then goes back to it. It's like, yeah, that'd be fine.
0: Yeah. And also, but you don't get like, you don't get like, Clarence showing up To help him out
1: Right and You don't have When he's like <laughs> Holding the And when the guy's Dangling off the roof Going like Accept Jesus in your heart the <laughs> face turned death. <laughs> Never <laughs> I'm an agnostic And I'll die an agnostic Yeah, yeah
0: I don't know um, if people Know this about Lisa and I But Lisa is an atheist Like Lisa's a non-believer Okay You know And we don't argue And fight About who is right or wrong But you
1: have divided The house up Into heretic And non-heretic <laughs> We have not divided The house up into heretic. and heretic
0: This and heretic you are killing it today. Thanks, <laughs> man. He's on it. Uh, yes, we have his and heretic. Those our... great
1: towels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but a heretic is also a believer.
1: Mm-hmm. Fine. <laughs> I'm not trying to step on your joke. No, it's fine.
0: I'm just saying it's you know like one little his... fact.
1: Ruins a joke. <laughs> One little fact it just
0: ruins the joke. Oh, I'm sorry. Fact. Here
1: it's come along, I can, I can help and it. the
0: joke is gone. I couldn't help it. Poof. <laughs> I can't help it. But yeah, no, I think I think what you're saying is is right. I mean, maybe I mean to me that's an interesting part of the characters in the Conjuring series, Lorreen and Ed Warren, is that they are Christians or believers. Mm-hmm. You know, and what gives them strength as people investigating these things, and I don't think they're real. I don't think they're what they did is, you know, I don't think it's real, but okay, whatever. The in the movies, like you know, it's interesting because it's not like they're not proselytizing to people. They're not. They're just. It's just who they are. It's part of their their character, and I think that's that is interesting. And I mean, and part of that is also time. Like we live in a time now where people don't. Most. I mean, I think most people in like certain spheres of life, not in you know, obviously. We still live in a world where most people believe in God, but I don't know if we live in a world like in North America. I don't know if we live in a world where people go to church all the time. I think that's kind of going the way of the way of the dodo, for good or bad. And uh, I think that, that that idea of like a of a you know or a culture that has a certain religious element to it is going away, which is probably fine because. You know what we had before was a, a mono, you know, as a monoculture of religion, of this Christianity. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's probably better that, like I say, it's better if Christianity just gets destroyed.
1: And, okay, that's that's something for you to say and not for me to say. <laughs> yeah. I just mean
0: in the sense that,
1: as is, as is currently, yeah, and and that I think that a religion
0: is better as a as a as an underdog than it is as a as an overlord.
1: Ooh, Did so. you just make that up. Yes, I did. Pretty good. But let me ask you a question about <laughs> okay. uh, the conjuring then cuz I don't watch those movies cuz okay. they're scary and I don't like to be scared. Um what in the in those movies yeah. do they see things mm-hmm. where like well clearly this is a demon there's no two ways about it. This yeah. is a supernatural thing. Like yeah. they see a guy floating across. It's the room.
0: there's no question that there's supernatural things okay. happening in those movies.
1: So if you're in, like, I just wonder, in the reality of those movies, yeah. if you're a person of faith, mm-hmm. uh, then you see that there's a demon who's actively doing shit. You're like, mm-hmm. well, it's not faith anymore. Now it's just, this is just reality. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if, like, the thing then in those movies, and again, I have not seen those movies, yeah. is, you you know, the thing that you brought that was faith, uh, do you need then something else to be... Faith you know in that because it's no longer it's just like nope that's confirmed that's a confirmed sure. thing you know well, I, okay. I don't have to bring anything to this okay. at all
0: Let me answer you then because your faith isn't in the, the existence of evil your faith is in the existence of, of goodness right. in the face of evil that's your faith mm-hmm. so your faith in that in that scenario is your faith is that you have the strength that God can give you to fight this evil okay and that you're not just alone in the universe fighting evil mm-hmm. right that would be their faith, I think.
1: Here's when you were, you know we were talking a little bit earlier about that uh, Sabrina TV show. Mm-hmm. Here's where I think it would be an interesting thing because the the weird bit about Sabrina is. Uh, they 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 say one thing, but in saying these things, they set up that everything that uh, the Catholic Church believes is right. Yeah, you know, it's like all these. She's sure. actually gone to the afterworld, mm-hmm. and we've seen that limbo exists. Yeah. and she said that there was like the souls of like unbaptized babies there. We didn't see any. Yeah, but she said that she sure. said there were. So let's just say that they probably aren't. What I would say would be an interesting plot line is uh, is for her to date someone who is Christian. Mm. Or 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 Catholic at some point, and just see like, well, what do you do? What do you do with that? Mm-hmm. You know, because like they're right. You know, yeah. normally in 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 a show like this, yeah. they would be the hypocrite who would be doing all this stuff. But it's like, yeah. okay, you've just showed me everything they said is right. Yeah. So now why why would they be wrong? Like like definitely you got a star-crossed lovers thing going on yeah. now. But yeah. uh, what what do you what do you do what do you do with that? You know, it feels well, like I
0: think you have the same the same problem. Or the same the same situation, which is that you have obvious signs of evil in the world, but you don't have signs of good. That's a thing. So your faith is that there's goodness behind that's that's also that has strength in the face of this evil.
1: Yeah, and that's the one thing they don't have on that show, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, because they don't
0: have an Ed and Lorraine. Or an... <laughs> that's right, because everyone's going thanks Satan and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: it's just like, okay, well, what what do you have? Like, yeah, what do you you know? Yeah, there's
0: no counterpoint to this. It
1: would be interesting to have someone who is just going, no, it's mm-hmm. going to be all right. And you know, because there is a there is something that's, yeah. that's out there that's good that will pr- that will sure. protect you if you if you ask for it. Well, you and in you the, do in the in yeah. the world of that show.
0: That's it, and you do have like opportunities to introduce that character. You have Roz who has like a a vision, has the scene. and you have an ele- you have an opportunity there to have that as an element. Have like you could have her as a as a believer as that character, or you could have Harvey who has rejected her because of, of magic. And I mean, his rejection in the show is more because of the monkey monkey's paw element of the the magic that Sabrina yeah. uses. And that's a valid reason to reject it, but it it could be, interesting that if his reason for was a cultural reason, you know, it's a reason of belief, you know.
1: Yeah, it's from a small town. Because it's
0: a small town and that show, it kind of pauses this weird kind of in between the 50s and the nows. Yeah,
1: is there a church in town? What's it like? What's going on? We never see it. Because it's not introduced in the
0: show. It's it's weird, but it's not weird. It's weird in the sense, in the story, it's weird. In the cultural sense, it's not weird because we don't promote that anymore. Mm -hmm. So if you bring that into the show, you're going to face more controversy... Bringing religion into that show than you would f- having a statue that's copyrighted by the Church yeah. of Satan.
1: Even though you have brought religion in by like bringing every, I mean, like only half of the story. Th-
0: well, you, yeah, but you brought it in in a socially acceptable way that it, the horror elements of, of religion, right? The, the yeah. scary parts of it.
1: Here would be a, a, a fun thing to do, and of course they can't do it. Yeah. Is like, you know, because eventually they're going like, when are we going to cross over, when are they going to cross over with Riverdale? Because Sabrina is an Archie character. I hope they don't. And there is some talk of doing mm-hmm. that. Okay. Uh, but I think it would, be, it would be great if they did cross over with the Archie characters. Okay. But they're the characters from Archie Christian comics.
0: <laughs> so you got Betty, really annoying Betty.
1: Yeah. Okay. You get all you get all them sure, and sure. Uh, and and they're doing all their stuff and you just take mm. the direct quotes from the Spire sure. uh, comics. And yeah, it's like yeah. the, those are the ones they see. But you get them played by the same people from Riverdale, but just completely different uh, straight laced. How, uh, how
0: about a little bit of a different twist? How about all if right. uh, Jack T. Chicks, the Crusaders, are coming into town? All right, his kind of mod squad of uh, Christian uh, zealots who come into you town go. To, to fight evil I think
1: you're on the trolley now. <laughs> There, there we have it. Uh, again, I'm, I'm, I'm writing um, a book with uh, demons and whatnot yeah, in it right now. For sure. Exorcisters. By the way, if you want to pick up a copy, that's at your local comic store, uh, and we really would appreciate it. Uh, Giselle Legacy is the artist; she's uh, amazing. Um, and yeah, you got to really deal with some stuff with that. And, and, it's, and so it's an interesting for sure. world for me right now, where it's like, what, what, what is your excuse for God not just stopping off and just going? All right, that's enough of that, Satan. We're not doing. We're not doing that. Would
0: you say that you're writing? You also are writing kind of a secular hell in a way. Like you don't. You don't have a religious element to it. You know, like a counterpoint to it as well.
1: There's because it's
0: hard to bring that in.
1: I've got yeah. I've got I've got things about that that I will reveal later yeah. on. But yeah, you're right that it's not. Uh, that it's not specifically one mm-hmm. one religion, yeah. Uh, and there is there is reasons that I've had to come up with why sure. things don't don't happen. Because well, you could complain about that. You know what Buffy I'm gonna. Well. You know what I'm gonna say. Mm. Uh, okay, here's I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You don't have to. You don't have to justify it. I no, mean, no, I'm I not gonna justify it. But I'm, okay. I am going to actually give you a little tiny bit of a spoiler. Uh, which Uh-oh. isn't a bad, which isn't a bad spoiler, but just tells you how I, I basically feel about this. Yeah. So you've got the two sisters, the Harrow sisters, Kate and Kate. Kate with a C, Kate with yeah. a K. Yeah. Uh, who help people out and uh, you know and fight demons and do all this kind of thing. And to me, it reminds me of, I'll probably have like, someone ask this like later on, uh, but it reminds me of that story of uh, the person who was in the flood and was on the roof, and uh, and uh, and a boat comes along to rescue him and go, no, I, I, it's okay, I'm waiting for, God will save me. Mm-hmm. And then like a helicopter comes and it's like, All right, we're here for, it. it's like, no, it's okay, God will save me. And then they drown and gets to heaven and goes, God, why didn't you save me? I sent a boat, I sent a <laughs> helicopter, and to me, I'm going to probably have a, a scene in there yeah. where someone's asking, why doesn't... Uh, why doesn't God do something? Yeah. And uh, someone goes, "They're the something." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? That is the thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're two people who are actually like trying to help. Mm-hmm. That's that's them. That's what? what's going on. Yeah. You know. So God, yeah. they're God, the helps they're the helicopter.
0: God helps those that help themselves. Yeah, I remember Lisa telling me one time of this family that she knew, and their horse got cast, which means the horse rolled over. Onto its back and it couldn't get back up. It got stuck in this in the stall.
1: By the way, anytime, and they can die anytime, when that happens. Anytime you say a horse got something, yeah, it's a horrible story that's about to come out. This is not horrible, okay? But no, it almost always
0: is. Sure, sure. The horse got cast. So what can happen? It is horrible. What can happen to horses that cast? So they get stuck upside down and they their weight depresses on their lungs and they can't breathe and they they die.
1: Oh, horses have it so rough. So,
0: <laughs> so these people, this happens to their horse. So the response is they get down on their knees and start praying that the horse will get up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not going into the stall and you know, turning the horse over and helping it get up. They get down on their knees and start praying. Unfortunately, the horse of its own ability, and maybe God got in there, I don't know, they are praying, so yeah, we can't. Clarence must have come down and, and given him a hand so he could get an extra wing. Uh, and he and so, yeah, he got the horse up, and the horse was okay, yeah, thanks to Clarence. But yeah, I know it's weird to me. Like, like I don't understand that. But, you know... To be fair, to I didn't I didn't grow up in the church. Like I didn't grow up in a church. I didn't grow up in a churchy family. We didn't go to church or anything like that. So, so my my like there's a a huge element of of like social, you know, social belief that I don't really do. Like I don't do like prayer before bed. I don't say grace at the table and just things like that that are common amongst people who believe i don't really i don't really do those things just because it wasn't part of my upbringing so it feels weird to me like before we eat to you know thank god which is stupid because when should you be saying thank you mm-hmm. but when you are receiving something
1: right you know. nowadays it feels like grace has been replaced by taking a picture of the food <laughs> that's basically saying thank you yeah yeah and, i guess uh, yeah
0: and sending it to your followers yeah
1: it is actually saying that like Look at this. I'm really lucky. Look yeah. at the meal I get. I'm very pleased sure. with this meal that I get. That's nice. I mean, look, you how, should say look that. how lucky I am. Thank you. Because you
0: because <laughs> when you say when you say grace, you're not just thanking you're not just you're thanking the whole element of it. You're thanking the the animal that's given its life and the plant that's given its life for for us to be able to eat. In this world where unfortunately for us to survive, you know, things have to disappear <laughs> and, you know, get consumed in order for, you know, in this sort of weird world that we live in. And so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I just, I just don't do those sort of things. So it's weird. I sometimes feel bad about it, especially if, uh, with people that are like, who are believers and they're like, okay, who wants to lead the, who wants to say grace before we eat? Just all whoever, yeah. anyone but me, because I have no idea. i
1: holding hands with people before we, and they fold that, form that circle. and I'm like, oh, we just washed our hands. Well, don't, and now we're, yeah, now like, we've done this. I like, yeah. you've all been rubbing your faces. It's, it just seems like the, yeah, yeah. I,
0: I've i never, uh, we do the, do that after choir. We do, do say, uh. A small thing. Yeah, I remember
1: there was one uh, when I was at this one house. And uh, I was with with my friend Randy, and uh, and we had to do that. Yeah. And it was like, okay, you know, first of all, I think you should give people the option. Like, if you're <laughs> if you're if you're doing any kind of thing that's a yeah. faith based thing, yeah, just like we say grace, you're welcome to or not. Yeah. It's okay, but we hold hands when we do it. Again, you're welcome to or not. Not. We're, this is what we do. This is what we're doing. I certainly make it hard for people quite, who weren't. Quite so. often I get dragged into grace. Like yeah. it's like, come on, we're doing it. It's like yeah. that's not how you you do it. Okay, but anyway, it was that, and we were holding hands. And so, you know, it's like thank you for this, that, and there. And then one person the person who's next to Randy turns to him and just goes, This guy's got great energy. And there was just a bit of me that the competitive's like, well, I don't have fucking great energy. No, you, you don't. What are you doing? I know, but it's like it's one oh, thing I always said to people
0: about you is that you're a great you. guy, You're really smart and stuff like that. But your energy, a very low energy. Yeah, <laughs> this
1: is not That's like a right. real Stephen Wright. <laughs> but but I thought like, well, don't give a review of how the of, of how how the grace went. It yeah. like you did grace, grace, sure. man. You nailed that fucking grace. Woo! All right, let's eat yeah. our food. Then, then he had like bones in his food, and I didn't have bones in my food, and I felt like good. There's a little karma coming around here. You got Mister Johnny does a grace good. <laughs> uh, here's a, here's the thing when you're talking a couple of times about mm-hmm. uh, Clarence, yeah. from It's a Wonderful Life, and yeah. Direct... Something something I like about that. Okay, okay. Something you like about something him? I like about that okay. is sure. you know because you can just go, you know, angels are uh, intervening directly with with yeah. things. Yeah. But here's what here's what you got to get from that is like it's not the angels just going. Oh, look at that guy. We should go take care of business. Yeah. What they do is like, oh, the phone's ringing off the hook. Yeah. We got so many people praying for this guy. <laughs> it's driving us nuts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Everyone's praying for this guy. Yeah. Uh, we got we to do something because I, I got to shut this up. I can't have this going on. Okay, what are we going to do? We're going to get that guy? Yeah, we'll get the low-end guy. Yeah. We'll just get him. He'll take care of it. We'll see. It's not a high-priority thing. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. angels have other stuff to do. They're sending sure. the, the D-list out to do it. <laughs> so he doesn't have wings yet. He doesn't have wings yet. Okay, yeah. so that. But then the other thing that I like about that is everyone who's praying, yeah. that's fine. They're doing prayers. Yeah. But while they were doing the prayers, they were also going... We're going to gather money together. And we're going to take it to his house because this guy needs money. <laughs> yeah. So beyond, you know, they don't know he's he's going to commit yeah, suicide. Know. Yeah, so, they, so and they they don't know there's an angel on the way. To they they got no idea about that. Yeah. They just think George Bailey's in some trouble. That's right. Uh, we're going to uh, we're gonna do something practical. Yeah. While we're praying, we pray, but we also are gonna like they need money, so we're gonna do some physical. We're actually gonna gather money together. Yeah. And then they bring all the money over there too, and which is what he actually needs. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, he they, they don't know coincidentally angels are real and thank goodness and you saw an alternate reality <laughs> and all this shit, but they don't know. That's, That's what true. I like is like the the people. Yeah. You know, their story is: I prayed, but I also got some money, and I brought it to him, and he needed it, and he was happy. That's that's the story of George Bailey, and the whole town came together, and it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. Yeah,
0: that's true. That is the that is the actual story.
1: Yeah,
2: it is
0: a nice story. It is a nice story. I haven't watched it for a long time. Did you know that it used to be out of copyright, but now it's in copyright? Yes, which is I did know that which is interesting because that's why we saw it so much as as kids, or why it was on TV so so often, is because it was not it was out of copyright, so everyone was. You know, anyone who could show could, you know, it's a cheap. I wonder
1: if that's when they did the Clarence TV show.
0: I've never seen the Clarence TV show.
1: Oh, you don't have to. Mm. There's no need to. It uh,
0: starred Clarence Thomas, mm-hmm. the Supreme Court judge. That's right. Okay.
1: And it's Talking Coke Can. <laughs> talking Coke Can?
0: <sighs> okay. Is this a Clarence
1: joke or is this a? This is a Clarence Thomas joke. Oh, okay. Which you can look up when you get home. Oh, right. <laughs> Okay. Famous, Clarence famous, Thomas terrible joke. thing about Clarence okay. Thomas. So you will, uh, you'll look I'm up. Sorry, the I didn't know and folks. Everybody, you can look it up as well. Look up Clarence Thomas Coke can, and you'll be not glad you did. Mm. It's not hugely bad. It's just ugh. <laughs> uh, but then you go like, it's it's interesting how different the ughs were back then. Things are still ugh, Yeah, definitely, but this was the ugh of the time. Yes. And then you go, he's a Supreme Court judge, yay. He's making decisions. But the one thing you got with the Clarence TV show, you found out every good deed that Clarence does, yep. he gets younger. Oh. So now he's a very handsome young man. Ah. Yeah, and he's he's helping people out, but he's still a bit of a clumsy. <laughs> and occasionally he'll bring up George Bailey, and I think he's like in the modern world now, too. Oh,
0: okay. You Is know. he still ordering mulled wine or whatever? Right. I, I'm not sure. He never, he never
1: got one. He never did. That's I don't very... know if he
0: actually could drink it. Well, having listened to a uh, former friend of the show, Jason Dedrick, uh, his his podcast, The Gentleman of Elegant Leisure, they did do an episode where they had like punches, like Christmas punches. Oh. And they all sounded very complicated to me.
1: Oh, they are? Yeah. They're a whole day long and Anything? then uh, mull it all over yeah. and do all your business. I almost made one for New Year's and I first of, and then I thought, who'd want this? <laughs> Who'd this, want this One person at this thing Would want this Yeah there's no, one it Like
0: it was Like an orange You had to bake With cloves in it Oh
1: yeah so. yeah This was part of What yeah. I was going to do yeah, yeah I actually was Going to make a thing uh, Nina Matsumoto Third dragon uh, 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 Artist on Sparks uh, She had a uh, A good mulled uh, Wine that she was Making it I don't know if you Actually called it a Mulled wine But she mm. was making it At her home Okay And I looked up The recipe for it And I was going to Make it And then uh, again I realized Who I had with me <laughs> And who would enjoy That this and like one and a half people would enjoy it (laughs) and it would take up so much time yeah yeah. and then i thought like i could use the slow cooker for this or i could use the slow cooker to make a cake Mm. and so i made the cake that was better and i I gave everyone who wanted to drink uh some nice scotch sure and i think we were all fine with that i
0: think that's the best yeah because i could not care less about that scotch
1: nope you could not You're a, you're a coke head, and uh, that's that's the way it is. I am. I just I love that coke. Is there is piles there any, of coke? Is there anything more you want to discuss? We're at the we're coming up on our uh, two hour mark. Uh, well,
0: I could talk a little bit about something that I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos. Sure. I've been obsessing. I've been thinking about building my own computer. Okay. And so if you, I guess YouTube, if you want to watch anyone build anything on YouTube, you just Type, type it in and then you can watch people build sure. things, which I actually enjoy doing that. So I, I'm going to watch more people building other things, but this, this was, uh, I've been watching like a lot of people building computers. Some of them are good. Some of them are good. They're quite detailed and they go into like a yeah. lot of the process and it's very helpful. Another ones is just kind of like, these are the components that I wanted for my computer. And then I put it all together and look like this. And there's music playing, you know, do 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 da did and there's like this kind of glowing computer, you know, doing stuff and then they're like, Okay, there you go. Thanks for watching my video, everyone. Remember to subscribe and like and subscribe. Yeah. Okay, well that's so unhelpful. But it is it's in the other would
1: it be funny by the way, if there was a guy who or or a woman, sure uh who would have a YouTube thing and they and their thing at the end is like, Okay, now listen, do not like and do not subscribe. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, don't. And then every time that mm-hmm. someone likes and subscribes, the next video is, listen to you sons of bitches. <laughs> I don't know how many times i got to tell you guys. Mm-hmm. Don't, do not. Yeah. Okay, see this button down here? Sure. Off limits. Yeah. Don't touch it. Yeah. You know, and the next one. Oh, they be a, oh! You're on the thinnest device. you be on YouTube thin. for long. I'm gonna stop. A, I'm gonna no. The people would click on it all the time just they to would. like make them mad. Matter every time.
0: <laughs> That's your channel. You should start doing that. Yeah, but yeah. So people. Uh, so then, there's two different kind of computers you can get now too, which I didn't realize. Because my computer has a has an Intel chip in it. Ding 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 ding. Yep, i7, which is a good chip. True. The problem is, is it's it's, ra- oh, it's rather what, what old. What was that again? Now. It's it's what? I seven, the Intel i seven.
1: Bingo. <laughs> okay, go ahead. And so <laughs> that would be a B. B, it would have to be B seven. There's, there's, I would be. What is the an I and bingo? Yeah, but they, but I would not be seven. The numbers would be too. Uh, that would not be right. <laughs> it goes by numbers. I'm glad that
0: you did this time that you, 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 yeah, no, technically on your own that joke. doesn't, the joke yeah. doesn't work. Well, But see,
1: please go back to your uh, computer.
0: I uh, see how irresistible it is to say, to the little addition of, sure. of correct <laughs> to the joke. Um, and so I just
1: didn't want Louise writing in. No, oh, that's fair enough. I do want Louise writing in, but I don't want her writing in correcting it's, me on that. Okay. Because she's, she, 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 would. she listens to the show. Yeah. She's got a little pad next to her. Okay. <laughs> and just like, just points, writes, oh, yeah. And then she just comes at us hard. Comes at us like a like a cow catcher on a a Buster Keaton freight train. Okay,
0: go ahead. So, so yeah, the, the Intel chip that's been that's been like the industry standard for a long time is the best chip. Okay. But apparently, another company called AMD is now coming close on their heels with their Ryzen chips. R Y Z E N. Okay.
1: That isn't a <sighs> type of poison.
0: <laughs> it is, isn't it? Isn't it ricin or something like that? Yeah. In in, in break, we all know from Breaking Bad. You don't I'll have. make sure they're uh, make sure they're separate. I won't will not eat any of the components yeah. for the computer.
1: Don't put them into a sugar packet.
0: <laughs> and yeah, it's it's uh it's become very confusing because because these are cheaper. These chips are cheaper, but apparently are are equally good. And so, which one which one do you go for? I've been very happy with the computer for a long time. I was very happy with the computer I had. It's just gotten very slow in the last couple in the last while. Like doing the show, like in the past, like doing like the various. You know things that I need to do in order to get the show listenable, but it usually it used to take about twenty minutes to so half an hour to do. Okay. Now it's like over an hour <laughs> to do them because oh, really? the computer's gotten so slow. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's having tr- it's struggling.
1: We're going to be tapping it's your brain for those things soon because uh, we really want to do some uh, radio dramas in the next uh, okay. year or so. All right. So we got to find out how to do this. Mm. You've been carrying a lot of the weight of this show, and I got to learn some of the magic that you oh, know how to do. Yeah. It's not that much magic, but okay. No, it seems magical. Yeah, yeah. It's not magic because you've been a wizard now for like
0: seventy years. Okay, okay. Uh, So yeah, so I've been been look. It's it's you know it's one of those things that looks. I mean, imagine. I'm sure it's harder than it looks, but it doesn't look that hard to make to make your own computer if Mm. you want to. You know, so it seems like an achievable goal. So I I have like definite plans in place, and I'm going to in the next little while. When I get come into a little bit of money, mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, buy com- computer components and I'm going to build a computer. Whether it's going to be an Intel one or an AMD one, I'm I'm not sure yet. Okay, does that one seems like a real the real the way to go? Just in terms of, like, keeping your costs down.
1: I don't know if you'd be comfortable with uh, taking a couple of photos as you do this and making uh, this, like, kind of a, a new deck talk situation. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because be, I think this would be something that would be interesting for people to just see the steps that you take along mm. the way. Because people seem to enjoy your process posts about various things. Okay. And this seems like you're starting a new process now. I am. And uh, there you go. I would yeah. show you my process posts about me learning how to do a podcast, but it would involve a lot of swearing. <laughs> It's not that hard to do. Okay. Uh, all right. We'll see. It's not that hard. Okay. Han, he says it's not hard to do. Okay. All right. We're going to do it then.
0: <laughs> Fine. And if we're going to do radio shows, we have to do my radio script first.
1: We've got to do yours first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how long is yours? Uh, I think it'll be eight episodes. We got, oh, oh, so we got to do an eight episode one yeah, first? Yeah. Okay. Let's see, we'll start off easy. How, how long is each episode? Half hour. All right. That's not too bad. No, it's not that bad at all. All right. It's, uh, so it's four hours. Yeah. yeah. We can do that in a day. All right, that sounds good. We can? Yeah, okay. four hours? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. We did like a three and a half hour podcast last week. <laughs> Remember? It was. Yeah, we can do a four hour we can sure. do four hours worth of recording in a day, sure. yes. Okay. We can. Yeah, that's possible. You're right. You're right. <laughs> did you listen to last week's show? No. Oh, you really should. Was there's it good? Some, there's some stuff you should listen to in that one. Um yes. Very good. I listen to part of
0: it, but I usually I, I go like I'll go minute by minute. I'll just skip ahead minute sure. by minute and then I'll write down what we're talking about at that Am moment. Am I
1: getting any laughs? No. <laughs> don't move do ahead. that. Don't ah, <laughs>, laughs here. I listen to this. This uh, is fine.
0: I did have the best best joke last week, but you had the best jokes this week.
1: Oh, what was your best joke last week?
0: Uh, I was we we're talking about my my racist stove and I said it didn't it didn't reheat
1: Chinese food. That was very good. You, you well, like that. Well ju- done. You like that joke. That really was bit. very very good. Yes. <laughs> I believe Jason enjoyed it as well. He did. He did. Yeah. We got to we got to find a way to get on his damn podcast. Mm. i've been hinting it's just not happening (laughs) i just uh Mm -hmm. i don't know what to do well maybe i think with them
0: our best bet would be to invite them here to do the show oh wow how many are there three okay (laughs) you're writing this down like but i'm just thinking like in terms of like for you
1: that's including jason there's three yeah okay that's five of them that's five of us that's a lot of people talking see how many chairs we got i can get ai can get a i can get a fifth chair like okay. I, they 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 must have their own mics. We there's I think there's a way we could do this. Okay. It feels to me that if we went there, yeah. we'd have to clean up less. Oh, that's a good point. And they might give us snacks. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Well, I'll, I'll I you know, I can
0: I could uh, hint to to Jason strongly, strongly hint it. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I I'm kind of thinking that
1: I won't drink. Yeah, do you uh, <laughs> do a little uh do a little what I call the uh, outsiders? What's that? Do some messy hinting. <laughs> nice. Ah, is that one of the good ones yeah it's not yeah. bad i mean it's right. appealing to me it's about uh, number five I'm, number five on the list of i'm jokes.
0: i'm i'm like a i'm like a bit of a dad so i you know a dad joke to me is this gold so you can't entirely trust my mm-hmm. my opinion of what's good or bad
1: i do think you should at some point do an episode where you just get other dads together and just do dad jokes <laughs> for the whole thing
0: no that sounds terrible
1: does it mm-hmm. oh, yeah of course it does that's the point <laughs>
0: This <laughs> doesn't sound fun for anyone all right very good and I don't you know like when you say that that implies that I like I have some sort of commonality with other dads which I don't but you have
1: the jokes that is the commonality <sighs> I guess I guess I'm not really
0: I'm not really a guy guy okay like actually if I'm in like a situation like that I would rather talk to the to women than talk to okay. other guys
1: so you want some mom jokes
0: I don't know if other mom jokes is that an established thing
1: oh I think you've got your first question. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the uh, that's the start.
0: I mean, we talk about dad jokes. I mean, mum mom jokes must be the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reason they're dad jokes is because you you start off you want to entertain your kids, right? And then you eventually reach the point where you're like, you're okay if this entertainment involves them groaning. Right, that's basically the, the 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 evolution of the dad joke. Right, like how you go from yourself as like a hilarious teenager mm-hmm. who's writing like great sketch comedy material, sure, brilliant, to yeah. like a dad who's just making the lamest jokes sure, that could sure, possibly yeah. ever occur to anyone, yeah. but just to get his daughters just to go, oh, dad, Ugh. but at least you were acknowledged. Exactly, that's what thing. you want. Yeah, you got just. It's re- not that you're you're also acknowledging them. Sure, right. You're just. It's part of your like back and forth. Yeah,
1: you're not supposed to find your uh, parents funny. And oh, so good. there you go.
0: Goodness gracious, no. Oh no, 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 no. No, that would be, oh, could you be I think that my daughters actually think I'm kind yeah, of funny. I know.
1: They, it's a. in fact, this I think this is a good uh point if we're wrapping up the show. Uh even though you've mentioned it. Mention it again. Oh, you're talking about listening party? Yes, the sir. podcast that I our do with fresh my... hot new spin-off <laughs> podcast. Our fresh, that all the kids new... are talking about listening to with their parents.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, my daughter and I, my daughter Mary and I, we uh we get together, listen to some music. Talk about it. She has strong opinions, which I like. Um, and then listeners write in, and they agree with her and not with me, right? Which I don't like.
1: And, and depending on what she says, that's the amount of allowance she gets that week.
0: That's right. I, she's past the age of allowance, but yes, she she. Uh, that's how much of uh, that's
1: how much allowance you get that week. That's
0: how much allowance <laughs> I get that week. What she says, yeah. So no, it's it's a it's a lot of fun. We get to play songs, and I get to make dumb mistakes, and and. Uh,
1: and That's our li- and our listeners have been really good about like writing in and oh I and, love it and giving their feedback on yeah. the songs sometimes song by song it's it's quite neat yeah I love it and yeah, I just, and it's a, it's a nice introduction introduction to new music mm-hmm. if you're interested in that kind of thing and uh, and yeah it's uh, I think it's a very unique show or even how old other, music you never heard before yeah how many father daughter podcasts are out there I have no idea exactly <laughs> I think you might have invented a thing
0: I don't know but there's that, a lot
1: of but... brothers okay there's brothers a doing lot of stuff. stuff yeah Ugh. Got that crap. <laughs> uh, you know. Hey guys, just direct movies like brothers should. Yeah. That's what yeah. I say to them.
0: We don't need shows where everyone sounds the same. So it's yeah, hard, enough, it's more, hard enough it to sound more the same. Yeah. Oh lord. It's hard enough to to tell people's voices, you know.
1: Yeah, and then you got like two brothers. Yeah. Get out of here.
0: Or three brothers. Ugh. It's a real mess. They all sound alike.
1: Or they're Marx Brothers. Then you need at least one silent one just to break it up. You need one to do like an Italian accent. Yeah. That's the smart move. That's the smart move. If, you, if you're two brothers, then one of you put on a thick accent from another country. Yeah. That's the unoffensive way to that's do it.
0: That's a good way. That's totally unoffensive. <laughs> yes. Well, it's okay if it's a European country. Right. It's fine then. If we
1: ever have Cam on the show, I'm going to have to have him do a Scottish accent.
0: Sure. That's fine. That's fine. So,
1: so David. Yes, sir. If the good people out there want to uh, reach us. Uh, where where can they do so? Oh, by the way, sorry, just interrupt real quick. Yeah. Uh, we we did a, a podcast once upon a time called Totally Tintin. Whereas now, isn't it Tintin's anniversary coming up? I think it is. I think you're right. Uh, I think it's like a 90th anniversary. Uh, what a wonderful way to celebrate! But then by binge listening to that. <laughs> but where where can they listen to such, such such things?
0: And yeah, I think there's like 30 episodes of of. There are twenty, maybe twenty something episodes of, of it. Tintin, yeah, totally Tintin, yeah. Oh, geez, I don't remember how many episodes were there were of that we one thinking? Sorry. I oh, know we, well, that one was we crazy. Were we weren't thinking the fact that you just you wanted to do it every week. That was one that's the person who wasn't thinking. I
1: just wanted to get done with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can. But understand. I'm the guy
1: who thinks we can do your eight hour, eight to episode thing in like four hours. Mm. But then I think I think my math is valid on that.
0: I, I don't think so.
1: Look, I know we can talk for three and a half hours straight because yeah, yeah.
0: we do it. Yeah, yeah. But that would that would be like acting, and so we, people would want to like redo parts and, Ugh, and don't yeah. let them redo parts. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's real professional. Hey, everybody. Speaking of professional, we're not, but you can contact us <laughs> the following ways. We have a website with uh, comments on it, and you're welcome to write in and leave your comments. We and that's do
1: Google.com. <laughs>
0: At Google.com at sneakydragon.com. You oh, can write to us there. Uh, we also have an email at sneaky at sneakydragon.com. You can write us emails. We love to get emails from you. We also are on Facebook at Sneaky Dragon. We're okay. on Twitter at Sneaky underscore Dragon. No one goes there anymore, by the way. To no Facebook? one goes to our
1: Facebook one. Yeah, they do like to be... things, but, uh, yeah. but the, we we I gotta I gotta up my Facebook game. Yeah, I, I that's get what, what they're it is. saying. Yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get a little Instagram going and get some nice pictures up there too.
0: I have to admit, I've been kind of not very uh, interested in social media for the last little while. Do you
1: know what I think would be nice, actually? Mm-hmm. And I'm just talking to you on the air, whereas I should be talking to you off the air. About
2: this.
1: <laughs> yes. I think it would be nice to do an Instagram, okay, and just uh, start uh, re-releasing your title cards on Instagram because oh, okay. they are such nice images yeah. that I think they would work very well on uh, on on Instagram. Maybe I'll do that.
0: Do you think I should do it thematically, based on things that are happening, or just whatever?
1: I would say uh, put up one a day, and just from, uh, like, in whatever order you from want. From one to I mean, to yes. Whatever. If it's Christmas time, it makes sense yes. to put up like the Christmas right. ones. Yeah, but you know, just uh, in, in whatever, just pop pop one up, uh, pop one up a day or so, okay, and uh, see 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 what's what. Okay, yeah, that's just my idea. I interrupted your flow, though. No, it's fine. All right, can people reach us on Twitter? They can at sneaky underscore dragon. Okay, how about Tumblr? Sneaky Dragon. I love it. I love all everything about it.
0: We're also on Patreon at Sneaky Dragon. And by the way, uh, something we don't get to say enough, but thank you to our Patreon supporters yes, for you. supporting us, uh, for helping to underwrite the cost of doing this show because it does cost money to do podcasts. Pe- and Ian's going to discover that when he starts doing, uh, yep. and so yeah, it's, uh, we uh, so appreciate, um, people supporting us and Patreon supporters. You're welcome to write in and let us know if you think that you don't get enough bang for your buck supporting us through Patreon and right, that you and think we, that we and, should do...
1: And Dave will bang you.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> I, listen... By okay. that I mean you will yeah.
1: give them your fireworks show. That's right. The famous Dedrick fireworks show. It's called The
0: Bang Show. <laughs> it's called Dave Will Bang You Show. And, yeah, I just... Because I, I just, mm-hmm. you know, like, I feel like... the weird the Patreon's kind of weird because... You know, some people do Patreon in a way that's like it's like exclusive things for people who right. are Patreon supporters. We know some
1: people who have done that. We've and that guests that do that, and that's and f- they're quite successful at. They're it. They're
0: very successful at it, and it seems it seems fair enough. But to me, as a dum dum who came comes from like this sort of like this this sort of self destructive punk rock idea of what you know of like being real man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it feels it feels strange to do that, like. I don't know. Is it is it a is it wrong? Is it bad that we have this idea? Do you do you feel that way about art sometimes? Where you're like, I should just give it away. Shouldn't people have, shouldn't or, you know like people trying to pay for it? It should be small. Success is bad. Like all these kind of weird ideas that we. <laughs> okay, that we have laid out. You've laid out a lot of different. But you know things what I mean, there. right? Like, but it kind of comes down yeah. to us from like like hippies, the idea of selling out or punk rock. The idea of, you know, like DIY and, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you're not... If, I you clearly know.
1: believe in DIY stuff because I've always done DIY mm-hmm, stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do I believe... Okay. I believe if you can't afford my stuff, I'm fine with you taking it for free. If yeah. you can't afford it. Yeah. Which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say, indeed. Because... <laughs> don't steal my book from the store. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I'd rather you read it than don't read it if, mm-hmm. you, if you can't find any other way to read it. Yeah, um, so you're okay with them getting out of the library. Oh, library is great. Sure, yeah. absolutely, library is great. I, I, you know, uh, there, there you are, there you are. Um, uh, no, I think there's a whole bunch of different methods for getting things. Mm-hmm. And, and, and my feeling on it is, there's so much stuff out there that if some of it is behind a paywall and yeah. that's working for people, uh, I don't think anyone's super being denied stuff because, yeah. like, if they want that, that's great. Yeah. But then there's also infinity other material for them to listen to, <laughs> right? So sure. it's like you're sure. right. This steak costs ten dollars. Oh my god, that is that is a that's a pricey steak. But is that's it? for people. Doesn't seem very pricey. But that's, but okay. for, well, that's for people that want that yeah. that steak. Yeah. Uh, if, if you don't want that steak, uh, here's a whole bunch of free steak.
0: If you want our hamburger,
1: yeah, this free hamburger here. and there's you know everywhere here, and you can have it. And some yeah. people say the hamburger is better than the steak. It's that's up that's up to you. So it, it, to me, it's 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 you know. People find the thing that that works, and and if by them doing that they're able to make a living doing that and make a nice uh, show that people really enjoy, and that also helps fund the other show that they give away for free, which quite often is what they do. Yeah, that's like a Mark Marin type thing. It's like some sure. stuffs behind a paywall, some stuffs not. Uh, then I'm then I'm fine with that as well. And mm. it, to me, that's all to the benefit, and the people getting the free stuff get more free stuff and better free stuff. So it, it works out. Works out okay. Yeah. But I see, I see what you, I you're think saying.
0: Maybe it's generational that these ideas, you know. Like right. May, m- I mean, you're very, you're very Henry Rollins.
1: So you do the show with your shirt off. You're very sweaty by yep, the it's end. Covered in tattoos. You're sticking things to your chest. <laughs> uh, you know.
0: Yeah, getting in fights with audience members. That's right.
1: Taking a swing. Yeah, you're always getting a haircut. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> what? Well he's always got a very short haircut, so oh, I assume he... he's gotta be always getting haircuts. I guess that's true. Sometimes would... you're riding through the desert while mm. someone gets a tattoo in the back of your Jeep <laughs> When I was uh,
0: when, when I was, you know, a black Flight concert attender, he had long hair, so I okay. I think of him as a long haired guy too.
1: Very so. good. Um, I don't know. I think we're all just trying to find out what works. Mm. But yeah, I am of the for the most part, giving the stuff away and saying I'm gonna make money in another way off it. Okay. Yeah. You know, and we'll see. Uh, yeah. Okay. I did also spend Christmas going. I hope the checks come in. So my financial planning isn't the best. <laughs> That's I, was what we're all some, thinking. I was having some cold sweats yeah. over the last couple of weeks. Sure. So, uh, so yeah. You're,
0: well, I'm I'm super happy that it's a three paycheck month for me. Actually, a four paycheck month because I got a little bit of uh, sick pay. I didn't use. Got paid back to me. Very nice. This, what I will today.
1: say to our Patreon uh, supporters, though, is. If you keep, uh, supporting Patreon, yeah. the likelihood that you will get more spin-off podcasts, mm. the likelihood that we will do more, uh, mini-series like, uh, Completely Beatles or Totally Tintin Tin or Full Marks yeah. and be giving those away for free. That increases the likelihood of that. That lets us afford That's true. to do that. That's so true. if you want to see more of that stuff, uh, then that is the way to make that happen. We will keep doing Sneaky Dragon regardless. Yep. But if you want more things to occur, there you go. That's probably uh, the best way to uh, to get that going. And also, as Dave says, uh, contact us and go like, "Hey, I like more of this, and I like a little less of this." Maybe they'll not the less of this. That'll hurt our feelings. <laughs> but like the more of this type thing. We don't know what we're doing. Who does? And by the way, by the time we know what we're doing, yeah. the thing that we're doing will change. That's the way this tech works. Mm. You, I get it. Well, it's done. <laughs> I'm going to be like Ricky Gervais. No one wants that anymore. It's out. Now we want this. Oh, okay, I get it. We're gonna be this. No, not anymore. That's gone. <laughs> I'm gonna do the Lizzie Bennet Diaries too. No, no, no one wants it. No it's wants over. It.
0: Yeah. They moved on.
1: Yeah, I'm just learning grunge, <laughs> hoping that's making a comeback. Wow, I hope not. It probably will actually because of a, uh, Cap- Captain Marvel. I think I uh, think that's gonna bring some of that back.
0: There's a young fellow at work that that's all he listens to at work. Oh, is that right? Just like that kind of '90s rock. Nice. Oh, it's not nice. It's awful. <laughs> it is awful. I do not like that music at all.
1: How uh, How uh, old are they?
0: How old is he? He's mid, mid, sort of mid to late 20s.
1: Oh, okay. So he was not through it the first time. This no, no. Is, he was there, right? Wasn't he? If you're in the mid 20s? Well, he wasn't like a functioning person that was no, like... No, no, get... I
0: guess. But he was there for the later part of it. And yeah, yeah, I think it's just, yeah, it's just music that was in his life. And he just likes it. And it's, boy. I mean, I was there the first time. I yeah. do not want it to happen again, and I do not enjoy. I do not enjoy it at all. I just I hear so much of it. I'm just like, oh man, this stuff is all terrible, terrible in every way.
1: But that you have strong music. Opinions.
0: It really. It's so. It. Yeah, it's funny because we're speaking of a listening party. Mary and I were doing a show recently, and I said I put down the '90s as being a bit of a musical wasteland. Okay, and she said I love the '90s. And I thought, well, I guess because, yeah, that's a lot of the stuff that she's heard. But of course, she's heard this kind of curated version of the nineties through me that's grunge free. So she, that, that whole element of it, which to me really sours the decade, she never, she never had to go through it. So, yeah, it's just a matter of perspective, I guess. But oh, let me tell you, if you guys like grunge music, that's fine, whatever. But I think if you had to listen to it the way I have to listen to it at work constantly, in the background in the certain part of the the workspace it is not pleasant
1: what i would, again as, as we said before if you want to listen to new music though uh put on your headphones and uh sneaky dragon listening party sneaky dragon listening party and uh, drown that stuff out our only stereo show is it yeah it's stereo i've been doing this shit in mono we're
0: always doing mono because it's it's easier, it's faster to download mono. the people can't hear the laughs No. The
1: the audience? I I got them mic'd. Yeah, I know. Why'd I bring them in? I don't know. I was wondering. Fuck this.
0: I why you did that.
1: Okay, screw it. I'm going to go look and see if any cats have gotten out. <laughs>